Hello, Happy New Year. Hope, Happy New Year. Hope you've enjoyed Christmas. And in the UK, we get this kind of dead week between Christmas and New Year where nobody bothers to go back into work. And in a way, it would be nice to be in the US where you kind of had to do that. That would make to, sense of that. A day that bit. in do between you? Christmas and New Year. Yeah. That's going to yeah. interrupt your jigsaw and mm. and tolerating in-laws. It, 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 it did, because we're recording this on New Year's Day, remember? Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. So, so, back in the past, yeah, that's, when that happened. Yeah, that's, yeah. it was such an uh-huh. interruption oh, of yeah, the 5,000-piece sort of, uh, jigsaw puzzle. I annoyed. Yeah, because <laughs> of going through the many machinations of how can you serve up cold and limp and greasy turkey in a different way that will make it attractive to anybody other than the cat. Yeah. Yeah. So this is part two of our... Uh, <laughs> Started a bit downbeat, yeah? <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like New Year. It's a bit like that. You know, yeah. Welcome to the New Year. We hope you're looking forward to 2023. Yeah, welcome to 2023. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and... In case you're wondering what's going on here, yeah, um, is... we, we released... Uh, episode one of this two-part yep. mini-series introduction to our longer 2000 Mules series yep. on Christmas Day. So if you yep. haven't listened to that, go back, go back and, and listen, listen to that, that first. Because otherwise, this isn't going to make any sense. And if you've listened yeah. to that, this isn't going to make any yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is our part of our what turned out to be a 15-hour takedown of... Well, take, exploration. Thorough debunking. Thorough debunking of... The bullshit that was that was disguised as a documentary-shaped film by Dinesh D'Souza called 2000 Mules, which is supposedly the definitive um, exploration of, of why the election was stolen in 2020. So, yeah, um, it wasn't. Spoiler. So, uh, yeah. So uh, this is our, No one's going to listen to Oh, man. <laughs> and it's so, this is our free gift to you. For New Year to kind of sustain you and and um, uh, lift you up as we look forward to the, uh, <laughs> the next election cycle, which <laughs> might involve Trump. Oh, so much, so again. much, so much to look forward to in the coming year. <laughs> so much, yeah. I think there was a TV series when I was a kid that was called "Why Don't You Switch Off Your Television Set." and go and do something more interesting instead. So actually, you know, rather than listen to us kind of pontificating about how politically the whole world is going to shit in terms of American and European politics, you know, just go, just take up painting or <laughs> butterfly spotting or something. Get outside, don't sit about and listen to podcasts. But, but This has turned into a very weird intro. <laughs> But thanks, thanks very much for doing so. This is our gift to you, and uh, if you really like it, then you can sign up and, and get access to hundreds of hours of more uplifting and enervating content. Yeah, yeah. The odd tangent thrown in free. Yeah, just like just like this intro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, happy New Year, and uh, thanks very much. Enjoy. What does our friend Catherine think about all yeah. this? That is a smoothed-out pattern of life. What, Greg, is geo-tracking? I wouldn't put it past the Democrats to do virtually anything to make sure he doesn't get another four years. This is a smoking gun.
Hello and welcome back to more of this shit about 2000 Mules. 2000 Mules. The, the documentary in inverted commas yeah. directed and written by convicted felon Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> yeah. About how they have absolute proof that, that they're not going to show you in this documentary, but they no. promise they do have it honest. Yeah. It's just, it's just with their girlfriend in Canada. Yeah. Because we're trustworthy people. Yeah, yeah. Not you like just, those yeah. Dem- Democrats. Yeah. 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 So yeah. just uh, just accept that the things we say are true and the things we say are that Trump won and we can prove it. Yeah. But we won't. But we could. But we won't. Yeah. We just, you know, it just isn't time at this moment. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. Fir- yeah, it's the margin, theorem, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There isn't room yeah. in this margin for the proof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But to take it from me. <laughs> I, I know what the proof is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... We got up to the point in our last episode after yeah. after a while, yeah. um, yes. <laughs> where um, where they had talked about the the concept of ballot trafficking, um, yeah. where people would gather ballots from non profit organisations, which they had no yeah. basis for including in this situation at all. Nor and, do they. No, no. and uh, and deliver them to um, drop boxes. Yeah. Around the the various cities that Biden won, <laughs> nowhere else. Nowhere else. No, just no. just the the specific and, places and, that yeah. Biden did very well in. And they discount uh, Democrat-led cities largely. Yeah. Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and they discount the fact that in those cities Republicans did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, insofar as they were absentee ballots, so they didn't yeah. vote in person because there was a pandemic on. Yep. So people would go to the ballot box and put their votes in, Democrats and Republicans alike. Mm. Yeah, but no, no, yeah. no. We kind of don't. Yeah. yeah. So Let's just just concentrate on those where Biden won, <laughs> and pin this whole ballot stuffing thing on the as the reason for it. Yeah. yeah. But you know they're not just idiots who are going to say stuff they no. have to be able oh, to prove God, no. it obviously because who would take them seriously quite if they just came out and said stuff a self-financed documentary <laughs> filmmaker who's got his so, eye on you know <laughs> the paywall streaming yeah 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 apart, so apart from so that. they so they formed a hypothesis that they could test okay they yep. decided yeah that there might be dinesh calls them bad actors i don't know why he's getting ben affleck involved in this that seems unfair <laughs> Um, he said there yeah. might be bad actors who are delivering these ballots. Well, let's face it, they are bad. The people in it are bad. In these that's true. Read, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, his wife amongst them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, they're probably yeah. taking on the um, the ballot yeah. stuff because they can't get the work because they're oh, such yeah. bad yeah, actors. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so what what they did is, I mean, I'm I'm trying to keep a straight face, mm. but what Greg Phillips. Um, and and uh, Catherine Engelbrecht did yeah. is they formed a team of highly skilled contractors, right? And at this point, we see Mission Impossible style yeah. IT guys in front of kind of lit by blue screens yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and in yeah, a darkened no warehouse. There's no, no overhead yeah. lighting in this no, building, no. nor heating because they're um. all wearing kind of black. <laughs> You know, special yeah. ops jackets, yeah. aren't they? So it must be must be freezing in there. Yeah. Um, and and they decided that if there's all these people, yeah. uh, these bad actors delivering ballots to drop boxes, there must be a way of of showing that that proving. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, and so Dinesh 
asks, um, what, Greg, is geotracking? And it sounds mm. exactly, for scathing atheist listeners, it sounds exactly like a sponsor where, where Heath and Eli are competing to go, what is Postmates? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm glad you asked. Geotracking. Yeah. I'm glad you asked me because geotracking (laughs) is on sale right now at a reduced rate, and you could get into the wonderful Uh world of tracking things across the globe using technology that's available in your hand right now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Greg explains, as if if geotracking is a sponsor, he explains that um, on mobile phones, cell phones, mm-hmm. uh, you've got various apps, and many of these apps collect location data. If you say yep. that, you know, your Deliveroo or, do they have Deliveroo in the US? Um, Uber Eats or, or, Amazon. or whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, yeah. Um, can track your, you know, can, can know where you, are where you are when you're using it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Tinder or whatever. Yeah, or, your, um, or just your GPS, you know. Yeah, all that. Car um, map. They collect... They collect location data, and many of the apps then will sell this aggregated, anonymized data yeah. to um, to anyone who wants it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so what they did was they bought some of that. Yeah. And uh, Dinesh asks, can I be geotracked even with the self, my cell phone off? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Greg says, possibly, depending That's on the not... app. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Possibly, and then they kind of they hurriedly move on past yeah, yeah. the fact that he said that because that's be, a lie. Yeah, yeah, because God, <laughs> yeah. if it's off, no. no. And then, and then, but Debbie says, "Oh yeah, remember when we went shopping <laughs> and they knew that we wanted to buy, you know, yeah. some. We were near the Apple from, store, and it gave yeah, a, and gave it's, me a voucher or something. Up, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. I was near Victoria's Secret, and it said, you know, you you need a birthday present. It's your birthday. That kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's basically the thing from Minority um, Report. But yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. So, so what we did was yeah. spoon Debbie's eyes out and shove in somebody else's, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and it works. Uh, it gets gets past the problem. Yeah, exactly, they, they, yeah. she doesn't get identified. No, so, yeah, she, she but, gets. Um, yeah, she gets advertised. But yeah, he says that people. yes, it's possible to. It might be possible to track your cell phone even if it's turned off. No, it isn't. It absolutely no. isn't. The only way it doesn't depend on the app, which is what he claims. The only yeah. way you can be tracked if your phone is off is if your phone has been hacked to install malware that actually keeps it turned on when you yeah. think it's off. Yeah. Um, or a physical chip that can be tracked. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there are organisations like the NSA that do this to people, but, but it literally cannot be done after the fact. You can't, you can't look at cell phones where they were previously if you haven't previously uh, installed malware on them, hacked them, put an actual physical thing in them to be able to be tracked. Yeah. It's just not possible. No. It is not receiving the location data. It's not pinging towers. It's not looking up at satellites and seeing where it is when it's off. So it doesn't have the location data to give the apps that aren't working because it's fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not functioning. It's no. like you can't be watching a TV program if the, or or Netflix doesn't know what you're watching or what you're going to watch if your TV is off. Yeah. You can't kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. if Dinesh had said, can I, watch, can I watch Netflix if my TV is off? And Greg had said, well, it depends Possibly. on the program. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, if you're watching Stranger Possibly. Things, could be. Could be, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, or, or poltergeist, definitely, yeah. definitely. If it's off, yeah. It's so that's here. just a lie. Yeah. Uh, no, but but trust them because they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, they've they've had the similar experience with shopping or, you know, when you you mentioned something or other and then suddenly it pops up in your news feed. Yeah. Yeah, that's because that's they're tracking you. So it's possible to do the same tracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but, I mean, the, the general idea that um, apps collect location data and they sell that to people, that's true. That's real things yep. that you can get hold of. And they are keen to point out that this is used and, and it must be effective and useful because law enforcement use it. Yep. Um, and they say, because uh, Dinesh asks, is it also true that this geotracking has been uh, become a vital tool for the military, for intelligence agencies and for law enforcement? Um, which it, like doesn't sound like a natural question when no. I put it out. Didn't when Dinesh said it. No, <laughs> it's just occurred to me. Is, this, is it true that? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of, yeah. Objection the, leading the witness is yes, what Yes, exactly, yeah. 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 yeah, Well, that's my note. My note there. <laughs> where's Camille? Where's Camille when you need her? Yes. Going, uh, objection. Objection. Hearsay. Objection leading the witness. Yeah. So, uh, Greg, I think, is the first to bring up January 6th at the Capitol. Um, he says, there's no question amongst anyone that I know in the community, doesn't say what community, no. um, that many, if not all, of the people that were involved in the situation at the Capitol on January 6th were being tracked previous to January 6th mm. because they already knew what their pattern of life was. This is the first time he uses the phrase pattern, pattern of life. Pattern of life. Smoothed out Meaningless thing he's yeah. made out, made yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but But what he's saying is that the response from law enforcement on for some of the people who were at the capitol yeah was so swift that that, that it can't be that been. they were that they tracked their cell phone data afterwards it must be that they were already tracking it yeah. so they already knew who these people were yeah cause, and cause, let's face it it's impossible to track these people down you know with with this with the knowledge i'm now about to share with you about how the judicial process works yeah you know, you can't, it can't possibly be any other way no. other than they were already tracking them. Yeah. yeah. And so Dinesh says, you're saying they, they must have known about these people b before because some of those guys were arrested one day, three days, five days after January 6th. And Greg says, the very idea that you could go from the afternoon of January 6th yeah. to acquiring the data, tracking the data, unmasking who actually owns that phone, which the government is required to do, and then get it to a grand jury, make an arrest in 72 hours. Can't happen. So, first of all, you don't need a grand jury to make an arrest. That's no. not how arresting people works. No. That would be insane if that it, was the situation. Yeah. Imagine if before you could arrest someone, you had to, to convene a grand, grand jury, jury and yeah. show them all the evidence. All the evidence, yeah. It's not, not how that works like, at all. Take, take your suspect along with you, you know, <laughs> feed him, get them transported uh -huh. there. You know, yeah. you, you, you couldn't hold them in a holding pen because they're not under arrest. They're not under arrest. No, they, they can't like, be under arrest until the grand jury out, has they? returned <laughs> an, an indictment. Yeah. Yeah. They no, just that's walk away, wouldn't fucking they? insane. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, it's entirely possible that the authorities had Oath Keepers and other extremists under surveillance. Mm. I'm not saying that's not realistic. That's yep. almost certainly true. But there's no reason to believe that the early arrests that were made in the first few days after January 6th had anything to do with geotracking. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Tons just... of people literally 
took pictures of themselves yes. and videoed themselves <laughs> and at the Capitol the and put it on their yes. own social media. Yes. Because they're because, fucking idiots. Because you kind of go, OK, so let's just look down our list of, 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 of suspected Oath Keepers. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's just see if any of them turn up. Oh, yeah, there we go. All we need to do is follow them on TikTok. And there they are doing it. You know, you kind of go, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. You don't need GPS data to track stupid people. <laughs> they'll tell you where they are all the time they'll show you yeah. Even and what in some cases what when they don't eating. know where they are like yeah. that guy who who touched the capital and said i'm touching the fucking white house yes right yeah yeah <laughs> even people who don't know where they are will tell uh-huh. you where they are yeah and show you in with your yes because yeah. that's what selfies were invented for yes so yeah it's possible they were tracking people likely i would say even but yeah. uh, but no reason to assume like that's how no. it was done. So generally, they're implying that that geo- oh yeah, that's, yeah. Ge- this kind of phone geolocating. This argument has work. been made. Yeah, yeah. That that it must work. be. Yeah, it, it must be, be good that. because be they used it. They, and they indeed, swooped on as them and we will come to later, the New York Times in the following February did make a big deal about the fact that they could show people moving from the speech at Trump's ellipse uh, speech to yeah. to the Capitol that afternoon, and they could follow individual cell phone signals and that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was probably used by law enforcement for that. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's as precise as is needed to tell the, the narrative that they are trying to tell. Yeah. So yeah. Dinesh asks at this point, um, or says, states... The reliability of geotracking is not substantially different from the reliability of a fingerprint or the reliability of DNA if I di- if I t- if it identifies your phone. Which is true. Well, if, if it identifies your phone, then it would well, be it would be as reliable it, as the well, fingerprint, wouldn't it? Well, except it I doesn't, mean this so is this, this is kind of Saying it's not substantially different from the reliability of a fingerprint or the reliability of DNA is kind of like saying I'm not substantially different uh, in weight from a shoe or a horse. Like yeah. those two <laughs> things are not the same. Those my, two things yeah. are substantially different. Yeah. My my so, thought was I'm not substantially substantially different in DNA makeup from the table I'm sat yeah. at. Yeah. Um, those. If, and then you put a caveat, and then you go if. But yeah, yeah. it and I are made of fibrous wood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Those two things are not in the same magnitude of no. um, reliability. Yeah. And neither of them, fingerprints or DNA, are anywhere near as reliable as people tend to think they are. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a yeah. 2014 Miami-Dade police study found that fingerprint experts made identification errors in roughly one out of every 24 cases. Wow. Um, wow. While DNA is much more reliable than that, it is extremely dependent on how it's collected, uh, handled, stored, and interpreted. And there are many cases and studies that suggest that its effectiveness as a forensic tool is much more limited than it's given credit for. Mm. Um, so in that sense, yes, geotracking is not substantially different from widely <laughs> misunderstood forensic yeah. methods yeah. that over-reliance on leads to miscarriages of justice. Yes. Yeah, if, yeah with a caveat, if, if, <laughs> if it's it can identify your phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a, so that's got, so what he's making is a is a 
a, a, a statement-shaped statement to a fact-shaped thing. I mean, it turns with out a, to be a better analogy massive... than he thinks. It is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, but with the, with the massive caveat, if the thing is a hundred percent reliable, yeah. then it would be, and all the others are a hundred percent reliable. Then it would be not unlike some other system that is a hundred percent reliable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's fundamentally what he's saying, and then, but nobody questions him and saying. But is it 100% reliable? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. So in that way, they're all very much alike. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're three sentences in, and is any of them true? No, it may be true that Debbie, when she went shopping, suddenly something popped up and went, oh, yeah, don't forget... You 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 were last time you looked on Amazon. You were interested in this, and now you're in the location of the place that sells yeah. that. That might be true. I mean, uh, I'll be honest. There are <laughs> occasionally there's like a sentence, half a sentence, a few words here and there. Yeah, that that weren't actively false, and right. so I haven't addressed right. them in great detail. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're not necessarily going like literally word for word, but it's it was rare yes. for a sentence to yeah, go past yeah, yeah. without well, me thinking, be- is that true? Well, Turns yeah, out because it's not. That's the, the thing is, because it's a documentary style thing, it's it's written, writ- well, we, and we know it's written, it's written with those kind of uh, portentous um, phraseology that kind of, that are trying to give you facts yeah. So every word counts, and it's well, a, it's a tightly scribbled. We just—I mean, the thing That's is, to be honest, a lot. Across. Yeah, a lot of the um, the stuff that is nonsense. The, the sorry, the stuff that I'm not addressing <laughs> is yeah. because it's meaningless. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing after uh, after he says about reliability of DNA. Yeah. Uh, he says I could have given my phone to Debbie, but the simple truth of it is. My phone was there on this particular date, and there's absolutely no question about that, right? Um, and yeah. so, I mean, that's essentially just kind of repeating what he said. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you can say that a phone was in a place. That's not talking about how precise that is. No. Or anything that would lead you to believe the information that you're given in the rest of the documentary. Yeah. And that's it also, just, it just attempts, kind of... but it attempts to say. So the, the one of the the arguments against this system, if it were a hundred percent reliable, unlike DNA testing, for for instance, is that okay? So it can track the phone and the person that uses it to wherever they. And then yeah. he tries to say, <laughs> and then he tries to say, okay. So even if I gave the phone to somebody else, because somebody will go, yeah. Well, what if the phone's yeah. Some, what if somebody takes the phone or like we see in every film that has a tracking bit where they take the thing out and they stuff it in a, a piece of meat and throw it to a rat. Oh, yeah, what's that's Terminator, is it? <laughs> and, uh, no, that's... Um, uh, what's the Mars one? Yeah, anyway, that one. And um, Total Recall. And uh, so everything that tracks anything, you always you stick it to the bottom of another car and that kind of <laughs> stuff. So to, to address that, he's going, yeah, so... I could give my phone to Debbie, but but substantially, what you're saying is this technology can tell me that that phone is in that place. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't need to point out, this is his film, he doesn't need to point out that you can't necessarily prove 
the person who you would need to arrest yeah. had the phone. Yeah. You could just you could just skip past that bit, not yeah. mention it. But no, he gives gives every single defendant, (laughs) if if this did lead to any kinds of investigation or arrests, which it won't, um, he's just given them their defence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they can just say, well, yeah, my My phone phone was was there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. My phone was. phone (laughs) might have been because I had mislaid it. I had it stolen. I gave it to Debbie. Yeah, because she she said, I need to take a note of what I need to go shopping for. And that was it. Perfectly innocent. Yeah. Um, They also made the point that um, geo-tracking played a role in capturing bin Laden, uh, Mm. which it seems from what I can find is probably true. Right. It's it's not necessarily how they found him, but there there were reports at the time that a... um, Part of how they found him was that someone who had gone to where he was hiding had right. not turned his phone on until he was an hour hour and a half away from Bin Laden, yeah, um, and and then had registered on whatever they were tracking, and even that was still enough for them to narrow down where he was. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it did it did play a role. It means absolutely nothing in terms of whether this stuff that they're claiming is true. Yeah. Uh, so, um, he then says, you identified data in certain places and by and large you focused on the states where the election was decided. That, that mm-hmm. by and large, isn't... I wouldn't say it's doing a lot of work in that sentence. It's, it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah. It, doesn't, it shouldn't really be there at all. If anything, no. it, is, it is intruding on the sentence. Yes. Because they focused on exclusively places where Biden... What? Exactly. What Not is... where the election was decided. Yeah, um, well, but, that's but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> specifically, the election places was decided which... in every state. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. But it was specifically places which kind of might have been swing states, but Biden won. And not only that, not just the states where he he won, but specifically counties and city centres where yeah. he won. So they looked at uh, the the five places were Georgia, Michigan. Uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Arizona. But in Georgia, they looked at the Atlanta metro area, not Georgia as a whole. So just the blue bit, basically. Right, yeah. Um, Yeah. In in, uh, Arizona, they looked basically just at Phoenix. In Michigan, they looked at Detroit. In Pennsylvania, they looked at Philadelphia. And in Wisconsin, they looked at Milwaukee. They, um, They don't provide any other data about any other parts of those states, they don't suggest that they looked at it. They certainly didn't look at any states that Trump won. So they are they are very specifically narrowly targeting this this at um, assuming that Democrats are the only ones doing anything, yeah. and therefore that's the only place we'll look. It's like looking for your keys under the streetlight. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the by and large is actually it's a distraction. By and large, yeah. Just kind of, I mean, well, they yeah, could by have and large, like, you looked where where the elections were won, didn't you? Yeah. In, yeah we did, um, rather than we looked specifically yeah. at the places we couldn't believe didn't vote for Trump. Yeah, absolutely. It's not it's not all swing states. It's not even close races because in Michigan, he uh, Biden won by one hundred and fifty four thousand votes. Yeah. Uh, in Pennsylvania, Biden won by eighty six thousand. North Carolina, Trump won by seventy five thousand. They didn't look in North Carolina. That that was a closer swing state, 
Yeah. But but yeah. Trump won. Yeah. So yeah. So I didn't bother looking there. Yeah. Because it went our way. Yes. Yeah, so we're not going to. That's not a. That's not an anomaly. Except it was very close. It was closer than the places where Biden won, and yeah. they looked. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just the fact that Biden won by any margin at all. Like a yeah, big margin, little margin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he said they. We went in. We decided to do the Atlanta metro area because it picks up some rural areas. Bullshit! It does. Right. <laughs> but why? I mean, te- yeah. yeah, technically. And, and yeah. Why? Uh, it it the Atlanta met. I mean, there's clues in the name. Yeah. The, there are much more rural areas of Georgia. The Atlanta metro area is the metropolitan part of Georgia that around is around the Atlanta. City of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it includes some rural areas. Really? There might be a couple of green bits along yeah. the side of the road because you're out in the burbs. Yeah. So he said it picks up some rural areas, it picks up some urban areas, it picks up some suburban areas. 309 drop boxes in the area, he says. Uh-huh. Uh, now, there, um, it is hard necessarily to find information from the time on some websites because um, on official websites, election yeah. sites, Secretary of State sites... Obviously, the information is constantly being updated for yeah, the yeah. upcoming elections yes, and so exactly. on. Yep. So, to some extent, I've been able to track things down using the you know Internet Archive, Wayback Machine, things like that. Mm. In this case, um, the George, there's a, a site called the Georgia Peanut Gallery, who is right. a kind of volunteer site who provides election information to Georgia, bipartisan, right. completely kind of non uh, non party based. Um, According to them, in 2020, there were 300 drop boxes in all of Georgia. So, I, I maybe they're wrong, and he's him saying 309 in the Atlanta metro area is right, but I'm kind of slightly more inclined to believe them. <laughs> yeah. Especially given the number of lies so far and <laughs> that we will encounter that he yeah. said. So, yeah. Um, he said 300 Dropbox, 309 Dropbox, anyway, in that particular area. And uh, Dinesh asked over what time period they looked, and the time period was October 1st through the election in Georgia. Um, oh, through the election in, yeah. in all the states. And in Georgia, uh, they, they bought from October 1st to January 6th because there was the Senate runoff. The runoff, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, in Georgia they got more, more data. Well, it continues for longer, but the others all started October 1st. That will become relevant later. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, Save the date. But f- yeah. for now, that's... that. Yeah, put a pin in that. That's uh, that's what they, they say they uh, bought that data. And that cost... Right. They said, I think, at some point, that it cost $2 million, didn't it? They said the, to buy all of the yes, data. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Incidentally, Georgia residents started receiving absentee ballots on Tuesday, the 6th of October, 2020. Right. So they were able to then immediately fill those in, out and vote in, in drop boxes yep. um, once they got them. So uh, he then says, we, in essence, sort of, <laughs> bit a bit of, couple of caveat phrases mm-hmm. there, yeah. uh, fenced around those, geofencing. So... Um, All right. He's talking about setting a boundary around the drop boxes, basically. Yeah. In in Georgia, 
um, so that they can see if any of the phone signals, the mobile phone signals, appear in that geo-fenced area, and they right. can then narrow it down. He doesn't at any point mention the boundary, the diameter of that geofence. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, specifically the di- the dimensions of the Dropbox itself, whether it's 10 feet around, 100 feet, whatever. He doesn't mention it. We will get some data on that later on, but not from him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, while he talks about the high-tech process of geofencing, we see some B-roll of... Uh, him pointing to a screen in a kind of, uh, well, minority report type, Mission yeah. Impossible type thing, uh, yeah. pointing at one of to one of his IT um, people in in a dark uniform, looking at this blue, in, uh, basically a screen showing what I would describe as a futuristic digital city map layout with satellite GPS coordinate searching and target tracking. Well, yeah. Um, well, you uh, would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was. Well, that's how Adobe stock. Uh, describes the stock <laughs> video that is being shown on the PC screen at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, they also mention it as an interface heads-up display screen with data telemetry information for background. But yeah, yeah that's the the screens that are being shown at this yeah. point have nothing to do with what they actually did. That stock video they bought that they thought looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now this is a documentary, and it and yet yeah. it's telling a story. And yes, you have to make the story look interesting and and um, you know be visually appealing, but it's also trying to provide evidence about electoral yeah. fraud. Yeah, and and why not use the, the actual, actual information? The, to the say, screens, this is what we found. Here is we yeah. found it. Yes, here yeah. it is. Instead of buying a cool looking, essentially after effects, after effects template thing, yeah. and yeah. and merging them together and pointing at it and. Yeah, yeah, with so. blue glow on the face, which doesn't come yeah. from screens, because we know. Yeah, yeah I, I was we tried to do that. We tried was, to light people's yeah. faces with monitors before. Yeah, it doesn't fucking work. I was disappointed that you don't get the 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 backwards projection of what's on the screen on their face. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you get that because that's what you used to get. I don't think anyone was wearing glasses. That's what because you see it in the lens, yeah, 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 the glasses. Yeah. That's yeah. usually yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yes, mm. but, yeah. No, what that what <laughs> that's so cool, isn't it? So, they were just, they just got it's just, oh Jesus, <laughs> and and actually, and throughout, there's kind of um, vertical columns of matrix like. Oh yeah, there's no, um, that's all digital that's all green stock video figures. All of the yeah. the numbers that are running through and the yeah. little kind of yeah, it's all. All yeah, kind of, it's yeah. it's interface heads up display screen with data telemetry tracking. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. For background, possible <laughs> use for sci-fi uh-huh. thriller intrigue. Yeah, yes, exactly. suitable for spy thrillers. Yeah, quite, um, yeah, sixty dollars. All that. Yeah, purchase now. I, I can yeah. only imagine Add some of basket. the music that is playing in the background of these scenes is also stock. Uh, yeah, library music as well. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's, fair, yeah, it's very t- tension when you exactly when you go on to go on to you know Universal <laughs> production music and you just uh-huh. type in spy thriller or uh-huh. yeah tense intrigue um, election and it would yeah. just go yeah and it, and it the, um, yeah, a driving base yes. There's a there's a trade off to be made when making a documentary of. Um, of kind of visual interest and excitement 
versus reality. Um, and I guess it's a yeah, it's a partly artistic decision, partly a motivation decision. What is your purpose for making this program, this film? Yeah, is it primarily it, well, yeah. entertainment, or is it primarily? Education? Yeah, but I think they, but I think then we're in the realms of, uh, yeah, because that's all the all the docu documentaries I've ever made. That isn't a, there isn't a consideration. Well, that's because the document the field that I work in to make documentaries. You're never trying to make them entertaining. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, there's, no, but there's that that isn't a consideration. You just go, oh well, we need to. It needs to be entertaining. You kind of go, yeah. well, we need it to sell the message of hope and uh, efficacy of the you know the non-profits projects. Yeah. And yet, the pro we need to lay out what the problem is. We need to lay out what the non-profit is doing. And yet, we need to show that it, it isn't solving the problem it is in its entirety because this is a fundraising uh, film. Or, yeah. or it needs to show that it is working because it's a donor film to say, here's what your money has done for this particular project or whatever. Yeah. But So the, the entertainment value is, I guess... In that it needs to be visually compelling, and tell the story, the success story of one person that represents the entirety of the community that's been affected. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about documentary filmmaking is the 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 point of it, the point of doing it well is finding an angle that yeah. makes reality yeah interesting for the viewer. Yes. Particularly if it's Finding a reality the right they're completely who, yeah. unaware of, they're yeah, completely non not familiar with. You've got to make yeah. it accessible and intriguing and also revelatory and educational about a, an environment that they've never encountered before yeah. and feel that they're connected with, particularly if they're donors or you're, you're making it to encourage more donations towards the cause. You want to build that connection for completely alien yeah. environment so but, but so in a way that's that's the entertainment factor is that it's got to be your it's got to be a compelling story yeah told interestingly to draw you people know. in yeah. and but you but the well i guess it's because the organizations i've worked with you know hold the the truth of things <laughs> to be um uh sacrosanct Paramount. Yeah. yeah, so you would you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't How dare they? <laughs> yeah you wouldn't sacrifice the um, even the the direction the shot goes in you yeah. know so you can't reverse things to make it you, you that you you've just got to play things out yeah, as yeah. they really are yeah I mean because you're you're there's some way if you don't do that you're you're um, subtracting from the integrity of the message absolutely and when we did uh, the the oscars special that we did and mm. um, we talked about the the um documentaries that oh. were up both feature and shorts mm. um and i the one that springs to mind most readily is writing with fire about the the um the indian uh, journalists the yeah, women, yeah. female yeah. journalists yeah. um i'm reasonably confident that all of the stuff we saw on screen happened. Yeah. As we saw it on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if they had faked some of that stuff because it told the story they were trying to tell. Yeah. I would have, I would feel cheated. Yes, I would exactly. feel even 
though the generals, the the people they were telling this story about were real people, I yep. wouldn't appreciate it in the same way. I wouldn't think yeah. it has integrity or is worth my time in the same way if I knew that, that they had staged parts of it to to make it look okay. Yeah. That's not to say that they don't, you know, provoke conversations between individuals or something like that. Mm. You know, when mm. when in the meeting that, that, that all of the journalists were having, yeah. I, I expect they didn't, but if the documentary crew had said you know, can you talk about what you'll be doing today? Yeah. That's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. But, but if they'd said, can you now have a fight with her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, basically, that's reality TV. You know, yeah. reality. Yes, exactly, that was, yes, that was uh, the TV point I was yeah. trying to go on to say, that, um, that there's... There's stuff that's ostensibly documentary, you know, yeah. the the Big Brother stuff, the yeah. Love Island stuff, the, the you know the whatever the the bat, next batch the bachelorette. Yeah, they manufacture stuff. conflict. Yeah. yeah. To to make yeah. it interesting. Orange County Choppers, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, those that stuff where you just and you can spot the format. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. We you know we 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 know about this stuff, so it kind of we, it leaps out at you where you get. And in fact, there was a brilliant thing. There's a there's a channel I follow on YouTube where this guy just goes and finds uh, old abandoned cars and then gets them working again and drives them home and that kind of stuff. And he did, and he was preparing one of these cars for a race event, and he did a pastiche of one of those shows where it was a bit like Pimp My Ride, and it was it was brilliant because he. It, every five seconds, it felt like you would get a little piece to camera of somebody saying something about one of the other people in the thing, going, oh, yeah, don't rate them. They're not very good. And then you'd cut to the scene of them arguing over a wrench or something like that. <laughs> and then you'd get the piece to camera from the other guy saying, oh, yeah, we're telling you what we've just seen. It was a brilliantly observed thing of how tiresome those documents and how unreal they are yeah, yeah, they yeah, absolutely. have to stop the action every five minutes to get someone to do a piece of camera about tell us yeah. what happened that we just there's bought. an absolutely brilliant mitchell and webb sketch right um with a guy who is in a i think he's it's either a cookery sh- show like a kind of come dine with me or a mm-hmm. house selling show thing mm-hmm. um and the guy who they're filming doesn't really get the process Right. So when, when he opens, you know, the presenter opens the door and says, yeah. "Hi, you know, great to see you." He he's like, "But the crew have they've been here like half an hour <laughs> setting up. They were already they they've been here for a while." And yeah, he's just yeah. you know, okay. Oh, look at this! Yeah. This is such a great dining room. And he says, "Yeah, but we we just came through here." Um, he doesn't get any of the point of. Look, making Brilliant. it look like they're doing it for the first time and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, that bit, yeah, that that bit where you is get essentially from outside on the door, yeah, yeah, on the door, yeah. and then you're inside and you see him Absolutely. come in and you go, yeah, how is, yeah, yes. But there is that. There's that. <laughs> yeah, and so and that's the level at which this is done. It's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. It's like Spy Island, or yes. uh, you know. So that's and and so, you get these earnest commentaries saying. <laughs> Oh, right, so we looked at this data and we uh-huh. studied it hard. Yes, I stood and I pointed at a screen and there's an yeah. in- intern in a coat tapping. <laughs> yes. So the more they use this kind of stuff, this stock footage, this, uh, you know, these, this B-roll that they've clearly staged, the, yeah. the shots of people 
you know, stuffing ballots in ballot boxes that they've clearly paid someone to act and then filmed it in low light and stuff like that. From several different angles. The, the, yeah. le- the less convincing the message they're trying to get yeah. across yeah. becomes is is what I'm saying in that very long uh, yeah. diversion. Roundabout from, way, from yeah. The point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what we're doing is we're just adding, <laughs> you know, truth and, yeah. Uh, yeah, experience to it. Unlike... Old um, Greg Phillips, yeah, uh-huh. who's kind of going, yeah. yeah, I've been doing this for 30, maybe 40. I've, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. That, whereas we can genuinely say, yes, we've been <laughs> yeah. doing this for 30 years. Yeah. I used to teach documentary filmmaking, and one of the things, you know, one of the questions that got addressed in one of the particular sessions was, well, yes, you can plan a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the way that you plan a, a drama, a written piece, it's because you're you're fundamentally saying, okay, what's the story we're wanting to tell? But you yeah. and you base your plan on the research, so you you know you meet with the people whose story you want to tell. So the the case study that I used was a, a theatre company that the youngest of whom was seventy, and they did this kind of improvised um, piece, and we, so we knew we were going to interview the director and the actors and we knew how we were going to do it and the questions that we were going to ask and and the footage that we would use to support that which of them being in rehearsal and in the show and um illustrating we just kind of put notes right so we need to find some interaction between these two actors because we know what they're going to say about each other Mm. and you know one of them always forgets where his props are and steals mine so we have to then shoot some footage of that so you're writing the the thing out beforehand and that was um and i was doing another project in sierra leone and it was about a a blind radio presenter and the the guys that were going to go off and film it we never met her didn't know where it was but we sat down and storyboarded the thing so we knew what we wanted to show before we even got there so kind of well we're going to we're going to see the outside of the studio we'll show the logo of the studio we'll we'll walk in with the 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 radio presenter we'll show that she's having to use her hands on all the things because that's how she um, navigates the technology so we knew all of that before we and, and they were yeah. amazed that we could do that <laughs> so you're you're yeah. you're choosing the stuff beforehand that isn't to say that you're manipulating the reality no absolutely what you're you know doing what is kind choose... of shots will tell a story exactly. well yeah it's a good thing about being yeah. a self-shooter producer editor director yeah <laughs> yeah we both are to, yeah. to some extent is yeah you go in knowing how you want to tell the story yeah you don't necessarily know what's going to happen and you're always ready for something interesting yeah. and different to happen exactly. but yes. you know what coverage you need to get of the story that you think you're telling at the beginning and then and you also while you're filming it have an eye to what the edit is going to be yeah yeah, yeah. um and yeah. so you know yeah when when if someone says something in an interview for example i will then because i i always always try and do interviews before i shoot b-roll yeah because you don't know what they're going to say in the interview. Exactly. But when, when yeah. they've said something, you go, oh, yeah, he talked about that. Let's get a shot of this. Let's go get a shot of that. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's a, it's a, yes, there's a difference to, as you said, crafting uh, a narrative. Yeah. 
um, and manipulating and writing the, a story. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> manipulating yes. reality. Yeah, it's yeah, um, it's, it's yeah, it's the dif- it is the difference between fiction and factual. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's called factual for a reason because it's mm-hmm. it's telling a factual story. This yeah. is a fictionalized. This is dramatization. This is masquerading as yeah. as faction. It's it's, it's <laughs> not even a a docudrama. Mm. Is it? It's not. No. It's a. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a masquerade of. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's a sham wrapped in a. In an enigma. In an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, then Greg says uh, we were able to make purchase the data. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck right. that means. <laughs> make purchase the data of yeah. people that had been near those drop boxes, but also near the organisations. Mm. This we barely mentioned the organisations. Yeah. Oh, these are the uh, this, this is point. the non profits. This is the non non profits that that is almost not talked about. Um, no, it's never followed up at any <laughs> no. point. Which, which you know, my my first question, I'll put my hand up immediately. Uh-huh. He said that kind of thing. Okay, so what role is because they didn't have we done that already? Where they said, oh yeah, so we looked at the people that were. You know, so basically, what they're doing is they are the mules. They're stuffing the things. They pick up. They go to the 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 non profits. Yeah, but they don't even say what they do. They go to no, the no, non profits. No. He said, "Yeah, at, at the end of our last one, we got yeah. to the point where they said it's always the same, and and yeah. we showed that of the two examples that exist, one of them maybe <laughs> involved a non profit organization. Um, it's but they always involve non profit organizations. Always, always. Uh, and and um, yeah, the and we reckon that those are stash houses. They call them later yeah, uh, yeah, for." Yeah. Uh, for for ballots, there is. Oh, we will get into this in more detail later. I promise you. Right. But there's no evidence of this whatsoever, no. and there's no real reason for it to be a thing. No. Nor in, is there an explanation if, of if why were, it's a thing and it, how No. It, if you were trying work. to come up with a way to carry out this scam, this yes. this thing that they're doing. There is no particular reason to get these non-profits involved anyway. No. Are they just um, trying to dis, dis non-profits? <laughs> I mean, if you're they're a non-profit. A profit, true you're the vote, technically. A true the yeah. Vote is a non-profit organisation, technically, speaking. technically speaking. Yeah. They, uh, they're, just recently there's been a report um, that uh, of, of some of the financial potential improprieties within True the Vote as a right. non-profit, because one of their donors who donated, I think, two and a half million dollars sued them for the fact that they didn't do what they said they were going to do with it. With it? Um, um, what? Yeah. And, and true, true to Greg Phillips' history with uh, local government, yeah. um, it seems like True the Vote has been putting a lot of its money that it gets from donors mm-hmm. into organisations that are also run by Greg Phillips or Catherine Engelbrecht. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so that, but, yeah. but technically it's a non-profit because they give yeah, their they profits profit. to their they directors. Just, they plough their profits back yeah. into the, the business directors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> extravagant <laughs> lifestyles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yes, mm-hmm. they... They mentioned these non-profits uh, and now they're saying that they're looking at people who've been near the drop boxes and also near the organisations, the, the non-profit organisations. Yeah. Um, they haven't said at any point, and they won't say, mm-hmm. who, uh, who these non-profit organisations are or how they identified them, how they selected them, how many they selected in each city, anything like that at all. 
and they won't mention that, which is clever of them because that means that these organisations can't sue them because yeah. they are yeah, they are clearly defaming yeah. them yeah. if they mentioned a name anywhere. Yeah. Um, so they don't mention any names. Yeah. Even though yeah. they are convinced that these people are involved in illegal ballot harvesting. Um, and he says across the country we bought ten trillion signals. Wow. Um, the final decision that they made when they narrowed down their criteria for who they were going to call a mule uh, was that they had to have been to 10 or more drop boxes, meaning unique visits inside of a space, yep. and five or more visits to one or more of these organisations. Again, right. for all we know, there might be 50, 100 of these organisations that they've identified yep. within a city. Yep. We don't know. Um, yeah. There's, they don't publish this data. They've claimed that they will release the data, but they haven't done. They also haven't given it to law enforcement um, who have asked specifically to see it. So we we won't know any of that information. Yeah. Um, and supposedly the reason they came up with this criteria of, of 10 or more drop boxes, mm -hmm. and remember over, this is over the course of a month because it's 1st of October to uh, 3rd of November yeah. 2020. Um they uh, they must have visited these organisations and they, they came up with this criteria to avoid false positives. That's their claim. Because mm -hmm. they definitely didn't want, if any, you know, the worst possible thing would be to claim that people were ballot mules who yeah. had who were innocent. That yeah. would be terrible. Far so, they, from so they had to create yeah. this, this criteria where you have to have been to 10 drop boxes yeah. and five non-profits. But then they say... But then, isn't it D'Souza who says, that's not to say this isn't much worse than that. Oh, yeah. They, they later say, on, they yeah, we're not go, claiming we've got all of them. Yeah. They They've go, just yeah. got the worst offenders, they say. Yes, they exactly. Yeah, then they go, you know, because even if you're stuffing seven boxes, that's terrible. They, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, and, and so, based on that criteria, Greg says that they identified in Atlanta 242 people who went to an average of 24 drop boxes and eight organisations during a two-week period. For some reason, I don't know why they yeah. went with that. Yeah. Um, so that's 242 mules. And Dinesh is back in scathing atheist sponsor territory and says, yeah. what is a what mule? Is a mule, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm and... glad you asked me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. Um, yeah. But Car Catherine says, basically, it's a scary-sounding name we came up with to make it more clearly imply that these people are criminals <laughs> yeah that's not what she actually says <laughs> but that's um, pretty much yeah. what she means she's she yeah. basically says oh this this whole thing seemed quite like a drug trafficking organization you know it seemed like a cartel there's there's traffickers there's stuff that's going you know so we we decided to use that kind yeah. of terminology in order to make you know, them you know trafficking and mules to like to make them seem more like criminals more like criminals yeah because yeah. that, that's why you have in order to for the analogy to work that's why you've got to have this the the organizations yeah, the yeah. non-profits you've got to have that in the in the in the thing to make it look like it's organized like a drug cartel of course of course it isn't no no, and, yeah. and while yeah. she's describing the fact that it's just like a cartel or yeah. or a human trafficking um, organisation, she is the other one she uses. Yeah. Uh, we see mm -hmm. an actor yeah. putting some ballots in a Dropbox in the dead of night yeah. from multiple angles. Yeah, uh, not one of their real people that they found. Um, 
So Dinesh says, what do we know about them? Who are they? And Greg starts, well, first, let me say this. This is not Grandma walking her dog. And as we'll see later, it literally could be Grandma walking her dog. Yeah, because yes, later on we get... <laughs> somebody doing that with their dog <laughs> yeah and the dog is inexplicably <laughs> pixelated out yeah yeah it's face no, the dog's to, face is they didn't pixelated. Want to get a defamation suit from the dog from the dog yeah the guy's the dog's going the fuck box. you i wasn't involved in this yeah. I, I just went along i'm on a lead i go where i, I have to I no choice. <laughs> yeah they pixelate the dog out yes of the guy who is you know possibly delivering on behalf of a grandma. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's not grandma walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. We've had encounters with several that are not terribly positive. Um, And Dinesh says, violent guys? Greg says, can be. We're we're given no reason to assume any of this is true whatsoever. Oh, and it's just... It's Why just... would they have had encounters with them? They're exactly. fucking geo-tracking them. Yes. And then, well, it's just, it's, it's the implication, isn't it? It's, I mean, earlier he was using word salad. And th- what this is, is word poison. It's kind yeah. of, you know, it's, it's word salad made from uh, deadly nightshade or something thrown in. They're just kind of, well, let's just stir it. You don't know anything about by them. Saying, probably violent. But, yeah. <laughs> Violent guy could be, maybe, yeah. Mm, bad, <laughs> bad people. We've had encounters. Well, who? Where? How? How? Yeah, tell us about bought, the encounters. Yes, you bought a billion or whatever. It's a trillion bits of data. Ten, yeah, how, ten trillion, I think it was. How are out from this data? Unless you've entered the matrix and fought Agent Smith, how on earth have you had encounters with any of these bad geezers? How? Yeah. But, you know, trust them, because they're very trustworthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he, yeah. he continues, they're interested in one thing, that's money. Um, which is the first time... Well, no, it's not the first time money's come up, because Catherine said it's not OK for people to pay for your ballot yeah. or anything like that. Which um, actually was, it, I think, the only true thing in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's true um, that it's not OK to uh-huh. people to pay you to... But across the world, it's not... Yeah, yeah, no. no. Yeah, uh, and and Dinesh says, "Do we know, by the way, how much they got paid?" Um, Catherine says, "According to the people that shared information with us, it's generally ten dollars a ballot." Wow, that escalated quickly. Yeah, yeah. no evidence yeah. is given no. of this whatsoever. It's gone from it's about money to how much do they get paid? Well, according to the people who share, yeah, yeah, according to. So, as a documentary filmmaker, <laughs> what you would do next, Dinesh, is, you know, you should attend my class. Maybe interview one of them. Maybe interview and then ask the question, why are you sharing this information? What's your background? What beef have you got? Where do you get that information from? And, and yeah, and let's f- go all the way back and go, how do you know they get paid? To, who buy? Yeah. And to what end? And, yeah. So apparently they have people who are prepared to talk to them about yeah. the details of this stuff. Yes. And yet we have no statements from any of those people no. at all. Which, yeah. Not even like affidavits or or, or even a just on the record. In a, in, yeah. yeah. In a documentary, Nothing at all. you just cut to them and they go, yeah, 
well, on this day, I blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. the voiceover would say, yeah, we went and checked that, and he made it up completely. It didn't happen. Also, apparently all they're interested in is money, these people. Yeah, that's all. So out of the 2,000 of them, why hasn't a single one of them sold their story to a tabloid? Exactly. Yeah. Or or if you're, if you're able to, with your geolocation stuff, work out where the phone is, you must uh-huh. be able to, you know, they've not, not everyone's had their phone stolen, so some of the phones would belong to someone, and then you could go and work out where they have their bank. And <laughs> couldn't you work just I mean, get the yeah. data about their spending patterns? Yeah, so one if of the after things that... the election they've suddenly bought <laughs> a house, a car, yep. uh, a yeah, one of, the, suit. one of the things that very much isn't addressed here by this whole film is that although this information that they um, get from the the app companies or whatever is anonymized in as much as um, it comes sometimes with a with an advertising ID so that right. you know that one signal is the same person essentially you can see their yeah. Yeah. pattern of life yeah. for want of a better phrase you it is anonymized but part of that data will be that this particular mobile phone this particular cell phone is in one place overnight yep. every yep. night yep you absolutely can track down individuals from this yep. you absolutely can put names and uh, or at least households yep. to these dots with yep. with mobile ids they don't they could they absolutely 100% could and it wouldn't require government unmasking to do so Yep. And if they truly believed that these people were, um, you know, treasonous, law-breaking, election fraud people, yeah. why, what would be the downside of picking one of the worst offenders that you're absolutely sure yep. convinced, has, convinced has visited all of the drop boxes yeah, over two week and, period. and all yeah. of that kind of stuff, identifying them and giving their name and to the authorities yeah. or, you know, going to try and... Uh, like a documentarian would, yeah. going to try and talk knock, to them. You doorstep yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, not at no point do they ever consider actually uh, looking at the identity of any of them. No, or following, um, up, if following you, up on their on their accusations, basically. If you were confident about this data, you wouldn't even mm. necessarily need to doorstep them. Uh, you doorstep them. You could just say, this this person from this place in Georgia is yep. is a mule. We have, yeah. you know, we have, we've, we've got them on video yeah. going to all these, we've seen them yes, putting exactly. these numbers That's the ballots. thing, yes. We've, yes. we've got their, their geo data, you know, it is indisputable. We're not worried about them suing us for defamation because we can prove it. Yeah. And, but, and you know, that, yes, and if they, they, yes, we can just show them, we can show, here's where, you, here's is your pattern of yeah. life. You went there, you got paid this amount of money. And we can match up your expect because this is advertising data they bought from yeah. on from uh, online merchants. So they could go well. Yeah, we can match your patent of doing this stuff, getting ten dollars a pop. You've mm-hmm. shifted this many things over twenty four uh, twenty four boxes over a two week period, and here's your spending pattern as yeah. a result of that. You know, you bought a mountain bike. You bought a you know, a set of skis you bought a go-kart <laughs> you bought you know outrageous amounts of things on a regular basis after you visit these organizations that's yeah yeah 
So you but you could then, no, then present no... that to them yeah. and say, here they all presented to the authorities and say, here's our evidence, go yeah. arrest the guy. And then you'd follow up with an interview with the arresting officer and say, yep, yeah, we've confronted him, we've showed you all the evidence, thank you very much. He's now banged to rights and yeah. he's facing... There's no actual news. data no. pre- presented in this film or given to anyone. Um, it's all just aggregated stuff that they can yep. say, oh, looks a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, of, yeah. Or from which they can draw foregone conclusions, yeah. or because, lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which, in the mouths of the yeah, true the vote, it's much the same mm. thing. Yeah, 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 yes, but in a, in a convincing and leading the witness kind of way. <laughs> so what you're saying, says Dinesh, mm-hmm. is that these are the the same kind of bad guys that were involved with the Black Lives Matter and their Antifa. They are, they are them, that's them. They are, that, that is them, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, um, Greg says about the, the riots in Atlanta, the BM, BLM Antifa riots, which weren't BLM Antifa riots anyway. Um, he said, one of them, we had three dozen of our mules participate in the violent riots. And this is based on the geolocation data. Yeah. He says there's an organisation that tracks the device IDs across all violent protests around the world. We took a look at our 242 mules in Atlanta, and sure enough, dozens and dozens and dozens of our mules show up on the ACLED databases. Right. Um, so Sam Jones, senior communications manager at ACLED, ACLED yeah. said... This is not the type of analysis you can use ACLED data for, and it is highly unlikely that these conclusions have any basis in fact. <laughs> he said, uh, yep, this is not yep. what we do. We do not track device IDs. Ruda <laughs> uh, Bear Kishi, the Director of Research and Innovation at ACLED, told NPR, ACLED does track violent incidents around the world, including riots, as well as peaceful protests, but their data don't include specific locations inside a city, such as neighbourhoods or city blocks where protests took place. Um, they don't track wow. the time of day that those incidents uh, took place and or note individual participants except for high-profile leaders. Um, Rudabay Kishi said, ACLED welcomes input and questions from researchers who might be interested in using ACLED's data. We never heard from the filmmakers of 2000 Mules, said Kishi. Wow. So, so not only do they not track <laughs> city-wide stuff or sit within city blocks... They yeah, yeah. They, you you can't track it down to something like that. They nor, don't nor track, do they the, track the IDs. Data. Um, they and and and, the and two thousand mules people never asked them. Yeah, uh, and you couldn't use that for this kind of analysis. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> Other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. What of the what of two thousand mules ever done for us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. he, uh, so that's wrong if on they every single li- level. Yeah. Even if they weren't lying, even if it was even if we give them every benefit of the doubt and assume that they're true that the uh the cell phone that they have tracked and attributed to mules were um at these protests. Yeah. It doesn't mean the owners of the phone are violent criminals. Yeah. While while some protests did feature criminal activity, some criminal yeah. activity. The vast majority of people protesting were just protesting police protecting. violence against black people, usually. Yeah. Especially in in Atlanta. Um, and 
that's not even to say that the phones that were there were owned by protesters. Yes. They could, first of all, be counter-protesters, because there were plenty of those, Kyle Rittenhouse, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or they could be first responders. They could be police. There you go. The, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. N- there's no way to say, just because you have identified a phone signal in, in a location where, where a there was a was protest. Yes. That, and that, that the phones were owned by yeah. protesters. Yeah. No, and and then claim, well, these are clearly violent people. I mean, the only conclusion that you could make is, giving them even more benefit of the doubt, is that some people that used the ballot boxes lived in the neighbourhood where protests happened. Yeah, and you're giving them too much benefit of the doubt to assume that they've been able to identify people who used the ballot boxes. Used the ballot (laughs) boxes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because surely, you know, and they show us footage of people smashing windows and stealing stuff and mm-hmm. running, running riot. And um, we think, well, what if the the phone owner owned the shop, owned yeah, the yeah. store that was yep. having yep. stuff Business taken owners, out of? Residents, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, absolutely. Yes, or, yes, or the the actual police. Yeah, who kind of going? And, okay, let's go break this up, or yeah. let's let's go rescue the people that are injured. So yeah. Dinesh mm. takes this and runs with it. Yeah, of course. Uh, he yeah. says, you're not going to an Antifa riot and find it overpopulated with patriots, Christians or Republicans. I'm glad he separated those <laughs> out. <laughs> yes, I think I made a note of that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are people on generally the far left, and it turns out that these are people who also help to make up the mule population. So wow. apart from the accelerated truth here... yes. Um, yeah, where he's just he's decided that now yeah. from going from we also have identified those phone signals in this place. He's yeah. gone. Well, see, yeah, the clearly these far left violent protesters are also are the, people, the mule are, population. Yeah, yeah. That, um, yeah. My note there is mm, GOP red meat fume <laughs> creating uh-huh. there. Yes. Yeah. Because that's just that it's well that if if any more proof was necessary this is a film preaching to the converted i mean who 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 is going to watch this apart from us that oh, isn't us, yeah. us, isn't uh, us and far right people yeah, who already exactly. believe yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. who are already convinced who need no convincing this is yeah. what this is it's it's um it's measured over a table jacket wearing pleasant conversation level right wing it isn't you know kind of ranty uh, yeah this is this doesn't rise to the level of the right wing youtube channels we've been looking at exactly yeah it kind of it goes okay so we're we're not going to be hysterical about it we're just going to be purely but they're still using the same tactics they're just yeah drawing conclusions out of the air because those are the right wing tropes so you just you don't have to they're not doing anything that's challenging yeah. the the right wing thought. Well and we saw that with the, the supposed round table of the the you know usual yeah, suspects. Yeah. The, yeah. Of, there was no nothing challenging there. He just <laughs> went, you know, yeah. So uh, uh, so is this the kind of thing the Democrats would do? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't put it would, past them. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean so apart from the accelerated truth, there's there is no such thing as an Antifa riot. Um, it's yeah. these, these especially, I mean, I, okay, I'll walk that back a little bit. It's right. possible that there could be a riot made up 
of people who identify with the Antifa movement. Yeah. I'm not saying that's impossible. Parts of protests may have included a bit of rioting by people who identify with that political movement. Um, Got a bit right. These, yeah. these protests, however, generally mm-hmm. were not riots. They were... Um, they started in response to the murder of George Floyd. They were fueled further by the shooting of Rayshard Brooks in June of 2020. And the protesters that were there in Atlanta particularly are not all far left. They are largely on the left because the people on the right didn't give a shit about the killing of George Floyd and Rayshard Brooks. Um, But they were just people who think that the police shouldn't shoot quite as many black people. Yeah. Which isn't a super yeah. radical stance. You nope. don't have to be like I'm I can't even think of a far left celebrity to name. I was thinking Bernie Sanders, but he's not even far enough left. No. That that it would be that radical. Yeah. It'd have to be Lenin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just it's a it's a yeah. It's, it's a, quite it's mainstream a, to think police a, shouldn't shoot a, many black it's people. It's a fairly reasonable thought, isn't it? Or maybe it's just a non-right yeah. thought. It's a, yeah. you know, which it's which a, I think makes it mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, yes, because mm. the right is, has moved so far to the right that thinking non-right is just kind of fairly centrist. So consequently, because it's because mainstream politics in the Trump era has moved so far to the right, centrism looks fairly fast because it's, it's way off in the distance to your left. They go, oh, blimey, yeah. that, that left's a bit far away. So what I know is because we've we've gone so far from the centre that the, the, the people who are left of centre look extraordinarily radical compared with us. That's And then, of course, the people who are slightly left of centre will be looking at the right wing going, they're so far to the right, they're really radically right. It's, it's all about, the, as Einstein would say, it's all about from where you're looking from. Yes. So having identified that, this data shows that the protesters were far left, uh, yeah. violent Antifa um, BLM people. Yeah. Um, Greg says, yeah. I think that's also borne out in our target organisations themselves. These are not Republican organisations. And and that's it. The thing is, as they picked the organisations. Yeah. yeah. This isn't... That isn't evidence. <laughs> no. That is them choosing Democratic no, non-profits. Exactly. And then saying they're not Republican organisations. That's that's the the exact same thing of saying I wouldn't put it past Democrats, <laughs> isn't it? That's just going. Look, the people we chose are not Republicans. You know, they're just <laughs> yeah. they're just it's borne out. The evidence of our own, the no, made so you... up evidence, not of our own eyes, is borne out by the things that we decided to look at. By by yeah. choosing Democrat <laughs> organisations to look at, yeah, they are skewing the data to their um preconceived if if we yeah. again give them lots of benefit of the doubt and assume these people have actually visited these organizations yeah they are skewing it to only looking at democrats yeah um the fact they haven't chosen to also look at republican non-profits means they're just ignoring that data that they could get from those people yeah it doesn't yeah. mean that data isn't there 
they yes. just have chosen not to look at not it. Not to look at it. So by yes. by choosing a, a collection of Democrat organizations and then saying, look, all the people who it's, went to those are Democrats. Yes, yes, that proves exactly. that, that <laughs> proves that only Democrats commit voter fraud. <laughs> yes. No. It's, yeah. You're only because, looking in one so, place. And this is borne out by the fact that these organisations that we've chosen to look at, well, no, you can't create evidence like that. You can't substantiate the yeah. stuff that you've made up by other stuff that you've decided to restrict. Yeah. You go, oh, yeah, as, as if somebody else did that. They go, oh, well, you see, the, uh, the only, let me just look down this list. Yeah, <laughs> all I've got on here are... None of those are Republican organisations. Yeah. As if you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. saying, I only looked at non-gun owners, and it turns out yeah. gun crime isn't that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or, yes. Or even worse, if we discount all the, the black women who are, you know, who have problems in childbirth, and only yeah. look at the white ones, then we don't have a problem. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you look, if you if you don't count the minorities yeah. then our maternal mortality rate isn't that bad it's not that bad fucking yeah. hell yeah i yeah. wish that was made up by us <laughs> quite yeah go listen to yeah. our last episode of that <laughs> yes yeah yeah i think he's an elected representative yeah 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 that was uh, episode 101 yeah <sighs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Moving on, Catherine asks an interesting question. Mm. There's a kind of question we might ask. How do you know that this person didn't just work at a location that's near a Dropbox, and, that, and so they're constantly going by a Dropbox? Exactly. How do you know that? Yep. Good question. Um, True the Vote don't answer that question in this film, but they have claimed outside of the film in interviews that they've given yeah. that they filtered Justify out the people. the bullshittery yeah, they've yeah. come up with. Yeah. Yeah. They filtered out people whose pattern of life before election season included frequenting non-profits and the Dropbox locations. They've made that Right. Right. Um, I, okay. I've I've seen it argued that this, yep. if they did do that, doesn't remove people whose daily paths don't follow a pattern, like um, delivery drivers, postal yep. workers, cab drivers, yep. or people whose routines might have recently changed, like poll workers, elected officials who might have more reason to go to these areas during election season. Yep. Or, well, yeah. for example... It doesn't filter out the election workers whose job it is to collect the ballots from the drop boxes on a daily basis. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes. That's all true. I don't know, and they don't address whether they manage somehow to filter out those people. So let's give them the best benefit of the doubt and assume somehow they managed to do that. Yeah, but they don't tell us how they don't they claim they did. No. They don't suggest that they have done that or suggest how they would do that. Yeah. One apologist for the film that I have seen online has said that because they have um, information about, like, chain of custody documents from the drop boxes, they know when ballots were collected. So they could match that data up with the geolocation data they've got, identify election workers who are collecting ballots, 
and eliminate those from their list. That is a possibility, but no one has ever claimed they did that. No. That's just could, some, someone has said you could do that you if you that. were... And yeah, why if you wanted they do to. that inside <laughs> the film? Yeah, they that absolutely the could have. They could have said this specifically in the film. They could have yeah. said, "Look, here are things we did to make sure we didn't accidentally pick up people whose Who, whose job whose took job them it near was these." Go to the boxes yeah. every day for two so, weeks. Yeah. For all we know, all two thousand mules are actually election workers picking up get ballots every day. <laughs> we don't, you know, yeah. we don't know at the moment. No. Um, however, one argument that I haven't seen anyone else make in any of the the fact checks that i've seen or, or challenges for this film mm. is the fact that true the vote themselves said remember put a pin in it earlier on yeah they first bought october. data from october 1st yeah. yeah that is less than a week before people were able to use drop boxes in georgia mm-hmm. which isn't enough time to see any pattern of life as they call it whatever yeah. the fuck that means they yeah. you know that there are people who's who maybe work one day a week in a particular place or something like that. Yeah. And and that means if that date, you know, that wasn't before election season started, essentially, in that. But let alone the week that they had in Georgia, they had a couple of extra days in Arizona because the, the mail voting didn't start until uh, the 8th. But in right. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin and Michigan, which together account for 1,600 of their 2,000 mules, yeah. Dropbox voting had already been underway for a couple of weeks before they, they bought, bought the data. The data. Wow. It, it started yeah. in yeah. Um, September. So they don't have any data of people's regular, frequent yeah. patterns prior, of life. Prior um, to the yeah, election where, What period. their commute yeah. is, where they walk their dog, whatever, any yeah. of this shit. Yeah. They so just got, don't have that got data. No control. So, no background yeah, against which. Despite to claiming match it. they can yeah. filter these people out, they don't have the data to do that. No. We know it cost them two million dollars to buy the data from Jan- from October onwards. Yeah. There's never been any suggestion that they spent more money to get data before specifically so they could filter to people filter out. out. Yes. So, that again seems to be a lie, but it's not a lie they make in the film. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a lie they've made in interviews supporting the film, <laughs> right? And, right. And in the film, they just don't address it. They just don't answer no. that question. They just they ask a perfectly reasonable question, and that it's the kind of question that Dinesh would kind of go, "Yeah, and tell me how we Move how to filter work." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but no. It, uh, so what wow. she says. Yeah. And in in the vaguest attempt to address this mm-hmm. is that they have. Additive elements, which are the non-profits, yeah. uh, the ability to identify, she says, the ability to identify the pattern of approach to a Dropbox and that it is not going past a Dropbox and on, but directly to a Dropbox. So she's claiming in that that the the data they have is enough, is sufficient to tell whether someone is going to a Dropbox yeah. and or, then going back to their car it. and leaving. Yeah as opposed to walking past it. Yeah. Um, leaving aside the non-profits for a moment, because she mentions that as a kind of extra benefit of their data, Yeah. is it possible to say they were going directly to a Dropbox and not walking or even driving past? And and my note there is no, fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, because that it would, is... it would, it would mean it would need for the technology to be such that... 
it could work out. It it must the slices of time intervals when when the data it would it's got to be able to measure. I mean, how long does it take to go put a thing in a box and then go away again, versus just walking past it? How does it? Well, yeah, it's not that fine toothed a comb that no. they're using. The slices of time data. Well, the, yeah, if, if yeah. You'd want to look at the kind of if it's a bit like when they when that uh, what was the flight that went missing, where they worked out where it could end up end ended up being by the fact that the uh, the towers were pinged by the aircraft, and they did it they measured it by time slice, so they yeah. kind of went well okay it, it it should have gone that way, but let's look at over a time period around this entire area, whether we got any pings from yes. something else yeah. Yeah. and what time period that was. And can we get a finer gradation? So can we get it every every minute, every 30 seconds, or is it every five minutes? And the, and the reason that it disappeared off the the charted direction was that the the time, the pings would have been closer together on the charted uh, route and they were further apart on the uncharted route. So they were able to draw that conclusion. Go, oh, okay, it disappeared because it takes the, every 30 minutes this way, but every 10 seconds that way. Yeah. So, and you'd want that kind of level of pingability. And of course they don't have that. No. Of course they don't. Yeah. So the, the answer to this question of, of how, of, how close can they tell? How the fuck can they do that? Yeah. Is is probably the most important part. So so there's a gonna there's be aware this is going to be a little bit of a deep dive into cell phone location data. Yeah. Um. And and I think this is important because this is the the central question of the film. If they can't prove that the data that they have is sufficient yeah. to show that someone is going to a Dropbox instead of just yep. walking past or then again, in, driving past Dropbox. Their entire then, argument falls then, down. Yeah, yeah, the argument falls down. So yep. so I think that it, it merits a little bit of detail here. Yeah, I mean, yeah which, into which they do not go in this they do. film. I would. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've, we've experienced... They just make the claim. Yes, exactly. It, and we've experienced Serial, the podcast, so we know... That this is important because yeah. that you know people's lives depend on it, and the 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 veracity of this documentary depends on it. And at no point is it called into question. Yeah, because they're all they've all decided. Look, there's no Republicans. There's no Republicans on this list. That's the that's the the direction they've. Coming, that's how Dinesh is making this movie. There's no Republicans on this list <laughs> because yeah. that's the whole thing. So that's why they haven't got to look at it. But so, if, if you do ask that question, how the fuck does it work? <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing I've looked into before because uh, some of you may not know. Um, I, I I wrote a book that Felicia Trump is based on, yep. um, also called Felicia Trump, all available in all good bookshops oh, that's how we um, yeah. it is yeah. uh it's I, I also, online as well it's going on disreputable bookshops <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um i also have written fiction 
Um, and uh, you can you can buy my novel, The Shoulders of Giants, a J.K. Abraham mystery. Uh, again, and in similar others. similar bookshop and others. Uh, oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but in that one particularly, um, it's a private detective story, and the police looking for missing people, and a detective looking for missing people used cell phone location data in part for that. So I looked at what you can do with that kind of data in some detail. That was a few years ago, so I've refreshed my information since then. But ultimately, there's a few different types of cell phone location data that you can get access to, potentially, at least. Um, The the primary one is GPS, which is there's 30 satellites around the world that only job is to provide you with location data to where you are so that you can get from one place to another using sat-nav. It used to be a different level that the military would have and, and kind of the government would have um, and the public had a kind of lower level data. But about 10 years ago, I think, um, it was kind of normalised so everyone has access to all the good GPS oh, satellite okay. yep. data. Yep. Yep. Um, we'll... Because that's probably the data that's being used here, we'll go into a bit more detail on that in a minute. But before we do, there's the the other types of data are um, cell tower data. So the reason cell phones are called cell phones is because you can you can split up a map of a, a different a whatever geographical area into different cells, different kind of squares essentially that are served by cell towers that are kind of repeater stations for um, for the, the radiation, the, the electromagnetic radiation that carries cell phone signals. And um, the reason sometimes you have a good cell phone signal and sometimes you have a bad one is it depends how many towers are active in your location. Sometimes you are a distance from the nearest tower and you can't get a good signal sometimes there's three or four towers around you and you can and, same, and your phone the same thing happens with tv signal, sure absolutely yeah yeah, yeah 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 and your phone regularly pings those towers it sends out a signal to so those towers yeah, this to one. say yeah, yeah here i am if you need to get me if you need to yeah. send a call to me this is where i am yeah so the cell towers nearest you know that you're in that cell yeah and and that isn't very accurate it it can't narrow you down to much of a kind of you know there's like a city block basically sometimes depending on the city um but in most cases certainly in urban environments you are in view of in like electromagnetic view of Mm -hmm. more than one cell tower and depending on the relative strength of the signal on those towers you can kind of triangulate a location of a cell phone um, based on two, three, or more towers that the cell phone has a signal from or can ping a signal to. Right. Yep. So with uh, in an environment where you have multiple towers, you can narrow it down to a, a smaller area. Mm-hmm. And yep. that re- that's so varied, it's not worth putting a number on, really. But it's, it's you know, a matter of metres rather than miles. Right. Um, okay. But... but it's interfered with by trees, by buildings, by structures, by concrete, by all kinds of different things. So yeah, it's yeah. massively variable. Um, the other two ways that you can get location data are uh, Wi-Fi, which is if you are connected to a Wi-Fi signal, yeah. um, like at a McDonald's, for example, or um, at your house, then then that Wi-Fi 
knows where it is and it knows kind of where you are. Yeah. It's limited use in terms of location, but it's sometimes used. And the other thing is Bluetooth beacons, which is much more accurate in very specific circumstances, but there aren't as many of them around. And it, again, is if your phone has a reason to connect to that Bluetooth signal. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. your your phone, if it's in pairing mode, if it's in particular modes and doing some, you know, specific stuff, is sometimes looking for Bluetooth signals. If it finds one that is active, then you you can be identified as being within a certain distance of that beacon um, at that particular time. Realistically, yeah. the kind of apps that they're talking about getting this data from, yeah. the apps that give you adverts, which is why they tell, why they want to know where you are, so that they can show you adverts for thing for shops you're near. Yeah. Typically use GPS. They there's no particular yeah. reason for them to use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth because they don't need to know with that granularity. Mm. And the and the cell phone, uh, the cell tower location data just isn't reliable enough to to yeah. be able to tell where you are. So we're going to look at GPS because it's the most likely data they have. And it's and it's also the analogy that they used. Yeah. Hi there, it's Jim from the future here. I'm just editing this episode and in between recording it with Mark a week ago and editing it now, it has come to my attention that there is evidence that the data that True the Vote used for their geolocation was actually at least in large part, probably not GPS data, um, but in fact cell tower signals. Um, that was the data that they gave to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. It may well be that that's all the data they had. Um, I'm about to talk with Mark for a few minutes about the validity, the accuracy and the precision of, of GPS data from phones. I'm going to leave that in because I do think it's important because, first of all, while I have discovered evidence that suggests that the bulk of the data they used was cell site location information, um, I don't have information or data that says they didn't also use GPS. I don't know that they definitely didn't. So just to cover the base that GPS may have been included in the data they used, um, I'm, I'm going to leave that part of this recording in because I think it's important to go through the... Uh, the what, how we know that the accuracy of that data is poor. Next time, I will talk a little bit. I won't go a great length about it, but I will talk a little bit about the accuracy of uh, cell site location information because those two things in tandem um, are at, at most what they used for this. And so it is useful, to, I think, to have both of them. So back now to our regularly scheduled programming, and I will tell you a little bit more about CSLI next time. So how good is GPS lo phone location data at narrowing down where you are to, mm -hmm. to be able to tell whether you are close enough to a Dropbox that you're probably using the Dropbox or right. whether you're walking, walking past, past it or near it? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, by design, Dropboxes were placed in high traffic areas. That's the point. Yeah. They are there so that it's easy, an easy place to drop off your ballot. Um, in Georgia specifically, they're required by law to be on government property. And that includes community centres, courthouses, senior centres, and a shit ton of libraries. Yeah. Like almost every library, basically. 
In other states, which didn't have the requirement to be on government property, they're also on busy street corners, college campuses, gyms, even in apartment complexes. So they are, they are in places where lots of people go to or pass all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, and while I don't think they've made a specific claim of accuracy or distance or precision in the film itself for, for the data that they have, I don't think they, they've specifically claimed a, a distance. Greg and Dinesh have both made various claims in, about how accurate it is in interviews, claiming it's as close as a couple of feet, which is... Wow. Yeah. utter bullshit yeah <laughs> right um there yeah. have been scientific studies about this one which is published on plus one which is a um an open source journal you can look at it it's called smartphone gps accuracy study in an urban environment which is ideal right. for yeah, our purposes perfect. yeah um they actually it was it was done coincidentally in georgia oh, at the wow. university of georgia in athens yeah um, right. They so found a good documentary filmmaker. That would be the first thing you'd. It would, you go would look be at, the kind of thing you'd it? look at and say, yeah. "Look, this is what these scientists found when they studied exactly what we're talking about." What here. we're talking about, yes, yeah. And their conclusions um, were in completely open space under open skies with no obstruction. Smartphone GPS location is accurate to within one to four meters, so that's about three to twelve feet. Right. But trees and buildings and bridges yeah. and structures yeah. interfere with and reduce the accuracy. Right. So when they tested it at the University of Georgia, they did that because it sim- it simulates an urban environment, but it's very controllable. They they kind of you know there's they could they could set up in a particular place. They knew exactly where they were basically, and yeah. then they could test where the phone thought it was. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and in um, in some case, the average error in that kind of location, surrounded by buildings, was about ten meters or thirty three feet. Um, and wow. in some cases, was as high as a hundred feet away. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. True the Vote are arguably well aware of this. They yeah. they arguably even acknowledged it because they gave some evidence, some of their evidence, and again, anon- anonymized aggregated data to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation in twenty twenty one, and they had a letter back from the GBI saying that it was insufficient to justify an investigation, and in that wow. letter. They, uh, the GBI characterized one of the provided spreadsheets as identifying 279 cell phones which had made multiple trips to within 100 feet of a, of a voter drop box. So right. that is how they specified right. how close how they close could they tell got. it had got wow. to the drop box. Which, now, which, fair enough, would be why you would dismiss it because you've got to go, well, that's yeah, insufficient. Yeah. You know, within 100 yeah. feet, okay. That might be people walking um, past then. Yeah. Across uh, the other side of the street. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a yeah. distance, 100 feet. Yeah. Um, so True the Vote responded to this letter from the GBI, mm-hmm. disagreeing with various points, but they did not challenge that characterization, that the data they had identified phones that had made multiple trips to within 100 feet of drop boxes. Wow. Um, right. So arguably they have acknowledged that that is as close as they can claim, because otherwise... Yeah. It seems like they would have said, "We can show no, no, no. That these we people can show were closer." People were going right up to it. I, yes, you know, I don't want to make an argument from silence, so I'm not saying that the fact they didn't say that yeah. proves they know it's you know true yeah. or whatever. But it's it is evidence in that on that side of the scales. Mm. Um, 
in fact, because they haven't said anything about the size of the geofencing dimensions around the drop boxes, yep. it's possible that the geofencing they did was setting up a diameter of 100 feet around each drop box. And that's what the GBI were referring to. Right. Yeah, and so what they were looking for was cell phone pings within that within hundred that meter 100 diameter. Feet. Yes, hundred yeah. feet diameter. I don't know because they haven't said. Yeah. It, but it, but it's either way. Um, if you if you if that is true, when you add the error bars, that gives you a huge diameter, two hundred yeah. uh, foot diameter. Um, that's not wow. even diameter, a radius. It's a radius. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a, an enormous area that people could have travelled within and still be picked up on that. But even without that assumption, if you if it's just the lack of precision that that could be somewhere between thirty three and a hundred feet. Um, well, I mean, it means thirty three. You know, like thirty three feet. feet yeah, thirty three feet isn't sufficiently close to cast your vote. De- in a no, absolutely not. You can't tell uh, whether someone went to a Dropbox. To a to to the library that the Dropbox was next to, or even to the Starbucks across the street. Yeah, you, it just isn't yep. anywhere near precise enough to 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 give the granularity of data that they are claiming. Yep. Um, and when challenged uh, about the precision of the data, Dinesh and his supporters have repeatedly brought up the use of GPS data to track um, people on January sixth. And specifically, the New York Times um, project in February 2021 to do just that. The right. Times identified and spoke to several people who were tracked to the Capitol based on their cell phone location data, mm-hmm. um, including a guy called Ronnie Vincent, who claims that he was there but didn't go inside the Capitol building. Yep. The article in the New York Times says this. Can we say definitively Mr. Vincent was inside the Capitol on January 6th? No. And that is one of the problems with this type of data. There you go. So, so, so if the they article, cited it, if they the article go, they're oh, pointing yeah, to the to say, yeah, it's 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 really you know precise and it's yeah. used to track people. The article itself says this data isn't Can't precise do. enough to track people. Yeah. In answer to the question, <laughs> can you track people yeah. to, you know, within the thing? No. Yeah. So, yes. Because mm. the article isn't about tracking, uh, proving people were inside or outside of the Capitol building, even a huge building like the Capitol, which you know, if you were in the centre of arguably there's a good chance you can prove that you were in there using using cell phone data. Yeah. Um, but you can't, if someone just went in to the doorway, you definitely can't show that. Um, but but that's not what the article is about. The article is about showing that you can track a large group of people heading from the speech that Trump mm-hmm. gave at the Ellipse to the Capitol yep. immediately after the speech ended, So and, and then staying in that location for several hours so that they can say, look, this was directly these people who had watched yeah. Trump speak, who had heard Went Rudy Giuliani say yes. we must fight, who had heard yeah. Mo Brooks in, a, in his bulletproof vest say yeah. we won't have a country anymore if we don't fight and that kind of stuff. Those people went to the Capitol. They were at the Capitol for a while. Some of them went in. Yeah, That's what the article's about. So, yeah. So, based on everything I can find and, and the, the scientific data and, and again, the, the likely kind of data they have yeah. that we've seen and and again this isn't even um or f- kind of full-time data as you said it is uh the the pings certainly happen at, at individual 
uh, like period time periods. Yeah. So it's not pinging the whole time. Yeah. Same with GPS. Yeah. Although it appears like that when you are using GPS as a sat nav and and you know, yeah, it's tracking you along a road. It can tell which road you're on. <laughs> yeah. Because you're probably still on the road you were on a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while it while it pings, but it's not constant. It's not constantly tracking you. Yeah. It's doing it. Um, you know, at time periods, and yeah. that's the data they have. Is um, yeah. cert- they have individual uh, dots uh, along a, a route, and yeah. those dots are within maybe a hundred feet of where the phone actually was. Yeah, that, so they've they've not got the sufficient granularity either in space or time to maintain that assertion that they can tell whether somebody is going to the ballot box and back and away rather than walking past or going into Starbucks and using their Wi-Fi across the street. In yeah. fact, if they did do that, they could filter out <laughs> the people who went into, wifi, into Starbucks and used their Wi-Fi yeah, yeah. because they go, oh, right, well, they were there for a certain amount of time, certainly long enough to cast a vote. But, the, but yes, but they're 33 feet away or they're 100 feet away and they were using the Wi-Fi in Starbucks in order to buy stuff that the GPS locator <laughs> said they ought to buy because they're yeah. right next to it. Yes, it's a bit so, like going into I mean, the bookshop and using their Wi-Fi to buy a book on Amazon. So even if we stop now, I feel like, and, I, and we're not going to, don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but But I feel that's enough to... to show that there is but no basis the entire for this basis film whatsoever. Of the, yes, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. they have nothing. No. <laughs> they 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 have later on we will be talking about some video ev- evidence in inverted commas that they have. But yeah, because um, they kind of go, okay, have you got cuz each of these ballot boxes have got a camera looking at them, yeah. haven't they? says Dinesh. And and yeah. said, so, well, you know, have you got evidence to back up your uh the 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 the, the GPS the geo yeah. The GPS data, the geolocation. Yeah. yeah. Have you got evidence? Of, oh, yes. Well, we have. Yes, because each each box has got video, and then we we get we don't get <laughs> what what you would naturally do is go. Okay, uh, this guy, yeah, this guy, so uh, many things visited twenty four boxes. Yeah, yeah. We have the geolocation data, which turns out to be highly <laughs> inaccurate. So you would think, okay, well, we can we can bolster that by having actual video evidence of the same guy visiting the box, 24 boxes, over and over again yep. over this period of time. Not that that proves anything, but it would <laughs> at least back up I mean, if, your, if your, they the truth of the geo video of a person putting different ballots in different ballot boxes yep. at different times, on different days, whatever, and yep. you know, multiple places, or even multiple places on the same day, that would be even weirder. Yeah. Um, it would be a point in their favour. Yes. It wouldn't necessarily prove anything. No. Nope. Because there might be other reasons for that. But it um, might kind of back but it up would their location. Yeah. Data. It would it certainly suggest yep. that that needs looking into. Yes. And that they're on the right track. So far, nothing they've claimed needs looking into. And the, G- <laughs> the, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation <laughs> fully agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they go, no, nope, yeah. I mean, nothing it's not to just, see here, move yeah. along. Yeah, yes. it, they, as far as the GBI were concerned, it wasn't just this doesn't, you know, we couldn't use this to arrest someone. It's like this isn't even worth investigating. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And people are complaining that, oh, well, this is the stuff that should be investigated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, if there was anything to, if there was any evidence of any worth that we could use to investigate, but then, uh, yeah. 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 So, so that's the cell phone data um, debunked, I think. Um, yeah. Well, and and if you were making a documentary, you one would look into that. One would look into the studies. Oh yeah, if you wanted kind of stuff, yeah, it to be accurate. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, and not a biased. I mean, if you even if you were polemic, making a biased yeah. one, you would think you would you would find stuff in order, yes. the most generous data in your favour. You would say, you know, even if you looked at that specific plus one study, yeah. you could say. They found that at its most accurate, it exactly. could identify yeah. the location of a cell phone within three feet. Yeah. You That's choose true that, if you that ignore the, the fact scale. that it's yes. only under open skies and with no interference from structures. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cherry-pick it to your um, advantage. But, yeah, yes. they don't even yeah. bother with that. They just claim it. Yeah. Well, they don't, even, they don't even go as far as to claim it. They just imply yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. that we wouldn't be going to the trouble of saying this stuff if it wasn't. If it Accurate. Wasn't, yes. Well, that's the thing. It's the. It's the. That's also what's galling as a documentary filmmaker. It's just lazy. Yeah. Documentary filmmaking. It's it's yeah. it it relies yet, on the audience. How much does it gall you that this made ten million dollars in the first like two well, days? Yes. Exa- <laughs> yes. Exactly. I mean that's. But that's all he's out to do, and so he's you know the converted are loaded, and so he's preaching to the loaded. So he's just going, okay, I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear. What better way to make, you know, the, the artist Sade in the 80s did exactly that for <laughs> album after album. I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear. And, yeah. That's I mean, it, it wasn't only Sade. Plenty of people did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah, can hardly quite. be singled out even. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Dinesh asks, isn't, isn't the timing significant? Because the de- the the data supposedly that they have for some of these people, if yeah. some guy is going to a Dropbox at two a.m. in the morning, yeah, London, um, yeah. presumably yeah. <laughs> he's not like out for a walk. Well, so speaks the person who's never had a job with unsociable hours. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, or to, yeah, quite. And you think, okay, well, what I'm doing? I've got to take the dog for yeah. If this isn't grand taking the dog for a walk. It may well be. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you take your dog for a walk. And if you're working a night shift, perhaps you go you go put it in on the way to your night shift or on or, the way back from your late shift. I mean, what if you in work in afternoon? a bar or a nightclub? Yeah. That closes yeah. At, at midnight or one or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not unreasonable that you would be out. I have, I, I can't remember if I told this story on the, uh, on the podcast, on probably to patrons, if anything. Um, I I tend to be up late and and one time I went to a local supermarket that that was a 24-hour supermarket. Yeah. Um and I have these noise-canceling earphones and I was listening to a podcast. Um and I was kind of flagged down by a by a worker in the supermarket who at this about maybe 10 past midnight, quarter past midnight and and when I took my headphone out they said we're closed. 
we've been closed for like 10 minutes and i because my cat my you know i'm i'm doing pretty well for myself i've got these good noise cancelling headphones yeah. um yeah. they i didn't hear any of the announcements saying you know we're closing please yeah. finish please shopping leave. finish your purchase so, yeah so Get i out. was just happily picking up my you know doritos or whatever and uh, around. <laughs> wandering yeah. around listening to a podcast because I thought it was a 20 because it used to be a 24 hour supermarket right. pre COVID yeah, yeah. and then yeah. they changed their, their opening hours and apparently now they close at midnight. So, wow, and I'm just I have a regular job, so yeah, I just happen to you know, if I think oh, I need to do some shopping and it's it's 11 o'clock and I'm not asleep. Because I'm not yeah. never asleep at that time. Yeah. I think well, I might as well okay, just okay, go now because yeah, it's open. Yeah. Well, so several times I was doing a uh, a DVD. So part part of part of our service as you know auteurs is that you make the documentary, you design the cover, you put right, them in the boxes, the you print, exactly, yeah, <laughs> print out the DVDs. Back in the day when everything was delivered on DVD. And you get, and so uh, uh, you know, inevitably it's three o'clock in the morning. And you go, oh no, I've run out of, of <laughs> the, the labels that go oh, on the DVDs. More, yeah. I'll just go get some more. Yeah. So you just, you would just go to the supermarket and mm -hmm. get it. That, yeah. When you live in urban areas, stores are open 24 hours. Yeah. You know, pre pandemic, that's how it was. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. Yeah. There are many reasons why people might be voting late night middle of the night because yep. they're yep. just out they're awake they have a job that means that they're out of that time or and, they're just and if you're in you the know, boating season and you're working in a bar and you kind of you know so the and you it's a family-owned restaurant or whatever mm -hmm. you just go okay well you close up i'll take all the i'll take our votes down and put them in the box and then then come back depending on which state you're in because in many states you're only allowed to drop off ballots for family members or yeah. people you are caretaker for so it wouldn't, yep. you wouldn't yep. be able to do that for kind of co-workers necessarily yeah yeah but yeah but, depending yeah. on which state yeah so yes the no it's not it's not suspicious that people are using drop boxes at night that's why they're available 24 hours a day exactly yes that's yeah. the point yes well, that's and and again, it's another one of the, it's one of the seeds. The ultimate aim of this documentary is to increase voter suppression. Mm. That's fundamentally it. And later on, he says, "This is what the Dem this is what the Democrats are doing. They are they talk about voter suppression, but this is what they're doing. So we ought to stop them doing it." So they're accusing the other guys of being the voter suppressors because they're <laughs> ruining it for everyone. But actually, that what and looking at the well, one of the the particular is in where is the where is the county that they talk about? Uh, Gwinnett, 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 Gwinnett County. County yeah. And if you look at the where the ballot boxes are now, they are in a lot more restricted places. They, yep. because yep. of yep. laws have been the, passed in the last two years to because of the, by the Republicans the numbers. Be, yeah. because of the, the great the big lie and it's mm -hmm. basically voter suppression so the populated the populous areas that last time voted Democrat they've moved them from gyms and libraries you can't access them 24 hours a day you have to go to a, a you know a, a government building mm -hmm. 
and that ultimately it it is dispossessing the people that work. Yeah, absolutely. Between all those hours, it's like in the old days of the banking service here in the UK. Banks used to close at half past three in the afternoon. So if you had a job, you couldn't get to the bank, and they didn't open at the weekends, so you couldn't get to the bank. So that was it was possible that your entire life could be spent without having a bank account. So when when people were, when the payroll in businesses moved to you paying you in the bank account, there were certain people that were unable to access their money because mm-hmm. they couldn't get to the bank. Fortunately, it, and I think as a, as a result of that, it changed and you can now you know, bank online at any time you like. Nothing suspicious about that. Yeah, the internet it's helps just, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that so that it it is fundamental. So when they say, yeah, it's suspicious that people are voting at two a.m., well, <laughs> that's because these people are the kind of people that earn ten million pounds in the first week making <laughs> biased films mm-hmm. and don't have to have a real job. And Debbie D'Souza, her job is helping her husband helping making her films. Husband. They yeah. don't have they don't have real jobs, so they're not. And the people with Real jobs are wanting to get rid of the Republicans so that they can have a proper standard of living and a, and a, a, a fair crack at having a good life in those areas. And the Republicans don't want them to do that because the I think at one point they kind of say, um, you know, what would happen if if we didn't if the Democrats got away with this stuff, what would happen? Well, basically, if the Democrats got away, got away with, in inverted commas, <laughs> this, the Republicans would, nev- <laughs> would never get back in again. Yeah. That's that's the basis of it. You know, never mind the kind of um, worrying about the, the white birth rate. It's the Republicans are worried about allowing people free access to voting 24 hours a day because if you did that, People would not vote Republican. They yeah, would... absolutely. Yeah, their only hope is to reduce the number of people voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and, and specifically from particular demographics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who don't vote Republican generally? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, we 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 get now um, their kind of first representation of their data yeah. at least the smoothed so, out pattern of life yeah greg yeah. says we're yeah. going to show you a visual a pattern of life that someone can see and look at same yeah. thing <laughs> rather than just yeah. a whole spreadsheet of numbers being able to look at it in this manner he's not good with words greg no um but uh, while he talks yeah we see a root appearing on a kind of a map uh yeah. writing on it as if it's a journey so yeah. write, writing on is a kind of videographics term. It's it is a the 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 root is appearing as if someone is drawing it, yeah. essentially, yeah. and and it's yeah as if the a journey is being made. Yeah. And he says what you see here on the screen is a single person on a single day in Atlanta, Georgia. They went to twenty eight drop boxes and five organizations in one day. Apparently. So, yep. yeah. Given all the caveats of the data that you've, yeah, yeah. you've you know, well and truly debunked. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, and what we get is this blue line, and yeah. they overlay some orange dots and some yeah. 
little houses with with rings around them. And Dinesh says, what are the orange dots? Greg says, those are drop boxes. And the blue track, that is a smoothed out pattern of life so that we could take the sort of movement of the individual cell phone signals, marry them together into something that's visual so that you can see the movement on the individual. So first of all, what the fuck is a smoothed out pattern of life? (laughs) Yeah. I can tell you what it isn't. Yeah. And that is the route someone took on that day. Because if it was, yeah. they wouldn't need to make up a fucking phrase. Yeah, they would just show out. you the route that someone took. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, smoothed out pattern of life on one day. Of, yeah. If it did. was the route someone took, it might be considered a kind of evidence. Yeah. But whatever a fucking smoothed out pattern of life is, is it fit, it's suggests the, they've, that they've left some out some of away, the stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah they've yeah. smoothed it out. We don't mm-hmm. know how. Yeah. We don't know how they have manipulated this data to make it look how it looks. But let's pretend it's the route someone took. Yeah. Um, so I over I yeah. overlaid an image of the map of uh, on uh, a map of Atlanta on this route. Right. I wasn't the first person to do it. Um, yeah. A Twitter person called Angry Fleas um, yeah. seems to have done it first. Uh, but rather than take their word for it, I did it too. Went kind of yeah. first principles. Went from scratch. Yeah. For the most part, the blue line does go along actual roads, mm-hmm. so that's a good start. The orange dots only sometimes match up with drop boxes. Of the 28 orange dots on their map, 10 of them aren't within half a mile of a location of a real drop box. Wow. Um, a further eight are within half a mile of a real drop box, but when you put the actual location of that drop box on the map, it isn't on the blue line. Oh, so okay. It, so the route, it, it's close, but it didn't go to or past the real-life Dropbox. If right. we're being super generous and trying to make their point for them, yeah. there are about four real Dropbox locations on or close to the route that they don't even mention. Oh. oh so okay. they so they could have yeah. done... They could have claimed it was more. Yeah. Um, in wow. response to this kind of criticism, allies of the filmmakers have said things like, well, yeah, that's not the actual data. That's just a representation of it. Well, then what's um, the fucking point? Well, exactly. So, yeah, my response to that is, so first of all, fucking what... That's not what they say in the film. Yeah. They say, yeah. these are drop boxes. Yeah. And this is a smoothed out pattern of life. Of a day, a single day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, secondly, what is the film primarily for? Is it entertainment or is it for pri- providing evidence of a crime to convince either the audience or the authorities to take action? Yeah. If it's just entertainment, I guess fine. Yeah. If it's providing evidence of a crime, which is kind of what they're claiming, yeah. why not use the real data? They have the real data, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. It's not more work to use the real data than to make up Some a fake dumb. map with incorrect data. And smooth it out. Yeah. 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 Moving the locations of, of Dropboxes doesn't make it look better. It doesn't look more entertaining or interesting with the faked data, and doing that opens you up to unnecessary criticism. Yeah, that you then have to follow up and go, oh, oh, it's only a representation. If you use the real data, and people look at that data, and and they test it, and they see for themselves that the data you're presenting on screen is accurate, it only helps your case. Yeah. But if people do that 
make go to an effort to do some fact checking and find that you're lying about the location of the drop boxes, it hurts your case. It doesn't yes. provide. Yes. Uh, well, no, it, the well, thing it, is, they it, know it that the, their target audience isn't going to do that. That's no, the thing. No, because all they need to say is, "Oh yeah, well here we have." But then, the, then it's kind of plausible deniability when they say it's a smoothed out pattern of life. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit like when you have one of those graphs and you've got dots all over it. But then, yeah, yeah, the, you the just draw aggregate, a line. Of, the yeah, line of the, best fit is yes. very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the ag- the aggregate of, you know, the uh-huh. path of least resistance. You know, yeah. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Okay, it generally goes up. You can up. kind of make it look a bit Yeah, like when, when people look, are trying it? to sell you Bitcoin, you go, yeah, it'll, you know, <laughs> you've just got to hang on for dear life. It will generally go up over yeah. a period of time. Yeah, it'll be fine. With, and it's, with the smoothed out pattern of life, you know, yeah. you'll probably get your money back over your lifetime. If so... Lucky. Yeah, so Greg says to get to some of these drop boxes, you had to be intentional. You had to get off the highway, you had to go on a on surface street, you had to turn in somewhere in order to get to those drop boxes. Um, and we're asked to accept this again on faith. Since we don't actually have a route, what we have is a smoothed out pattern of life. Yeah. We can't tell to what extent this person left a main road, went yeah. to a drop box and then got back on the main road. We We just don't know that. Even if everything they said particularly was true. since all of the drop boxes appear, the, all the orange dots appear right next to the blue route. Yeah, but in places, in places the blue route specifically takes, you know, it's going along a main road and then it, yep. there's a there's a, a branch yeah. where it goes to a drop box and then back to the main road, it seems. But again, yep. this isn't a route that someone took. It's a smooth down pattern of life. Yeah. Um, even if everything they said was true, though, there's no way to know whether this person was, for example, an election worker collecting ballots. Quite. That would yes. give them a reason. You know, again, assuming everything they say is actually true, it would still give them a reason to go to those multiple drop boxes on one day. Yeah, and you would have to because they're going. Here's one individual who's doing this thing, and you'd have to kind of the question to be asked by Debbie, who's not asked the thing, would be to say, can you tell me how this isn't an election yeah, worker? Yeah. yeah. Because that would be... The, you know, it would be that trivial would be just job. to say, oh, we, we tracked those down and we eliminated them from the list. Filtered them out. Yeah. I mean, they would lie about that. They'd yeah, just yeah. go, yeah. you know, yeah, we filtered them, if that's not yeah. <laughs> committing the same fallacy. <laughs> but they go, yeah, that's what Democrats... Uh-huh. I won't move past, past them. them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you would, you, would, you would simply filter that out and say we filtered out all of the election workers and this one anomaly still remained. Yeah. So what we did, we then went and got all the video footage of that and we worked out who it was. Yeah. And now we're going to go and talk. This is who they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Dinesh then says, the circles, I take it, reflect the non-profit centres. Is that the places where the ballots originate? And Greg says, the stash houses, where the ballots are collected and handed to the mules to take to the drop box. So this is yeah. pure speculation. They have not yeah. and will not show any no. shred of evidence that people collect ballots from a non-profit organisation. Nope. Even if we accepted that people are stuffing ballots into multiple drop boxes, which... There is also no evidence for. This is literally nothing more than a claim they're making. Yeah. They don't name a single non-profit. Again, they don't want to be sued. They don't give any indication of how many organisations they included in their search criteria, how or why they chose them, or anything that could be described as evidence or even information about 
the non-profit organizations yeah i tried to look at the circles on this map yeah uh, to, to see if i could identify a single organization that might possibly be implicated in this scheme yeah. but they're a real mix of seemingly quite random areas one of them is a collection of business parks um right. that that seems to include i think uh, possibly the headquarters of canon the camera people oh okay um yeah. one is a residential area near a, a veterans hospital mm. um and uh, the others typically are just kind of surrounded by grocery stores fast food outlets and other stores not only was it impossible to identify any possible non-profit organization it also highlighted hundreds of other reasons that people might go to these areas yeah yes <laughs> for, exactly. for stores or restaurants or you know yeah. dry cleaning therapist offices all yeah. kinds of those things i saw yeah. i didn't see any suggestion that any of them were political organizations at all yeah also imagine this was your plan imagine you had a scheme where you needed something picked up drugs or ballots um, from from one place in Atlanta and distributed around to several other places in the city. Yeah. And you had multiple non-profit organizations and multiple places around the city to, to distribute the product to. Yeah. In what scenario? And, and you had 242 people in Atlanta, just in Atlanta, who would do that for you and they were being paid to do it. Because that's how many mules they claim they identified. Yeah. In what scenario... Would one individual person need to travel a 200-mile route yeah. around the entire city yeah. in a day to do that? Why wouldn't you have each of those people covering a small area? Yeah. That's insanely inefficient. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You would apply it as You'd have someone off in... Technology kind of idea, wouldn't you? You'd have You'd, yeah. cells going out, which is probably, which is how, let's face it, how <laughs> drug cartels work. So, yeah, but yeah. there's there's absolutely no reason that a ballot from a non-profit in South Downtown Atlanta needs to go up to the you know rural tip of of Fulton yeah. County. Yeah. It's just it's it put it in the nearest Dropbox. Yeah. You just need one person, collect some stuff, put it in five drop boxes near their house. Yeah. Go home. Get yeah. other people in other areas of the city to do those ones. Because it's, the thing is it's the, a two hundred mile route yeah. that they that they put on this map. And and the beginning of the route goes past four drop boxes before they've even picked up the ballots from the Yeah, those the, one of those drop boxes exists. Yeah. <laughs> right, in real okay. life. <laughs> that one Dropbox, they're putting stuff in before they've even collected yeah. it from yeah. Stash House. Maybe that's and one the... they visited on their way home. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, but the pattern of life, that's the beginning of the pattern. Yeah. Of life, but, yeah. <laughs> but, the, uh, but the Stash Houses, there's three of them very close together. Really close in downtown. And then they're, and with many boxes around them. So why would one go to all three of those, unless you're picking up your dry cleaning, getting something to eat? And then maybe going and visiting your grandfather in the veterans hospital. I mean, yeah, there's it's it, it there's no the, without any stops. This would be five hours plus of driving. Yeah, and that with no traffic either. Yeah. So yeah. The, so what we what we want to why is, is this person? Yeah, making all making this journey 
I, it doesn't make any sense at no. all. This would be um, a terribly inefficient way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> what we'd want to do, what we want to see is some sort of evidence that this person visited those in one day, given that even just two, just two, just oh, yeah, the, yeah. the nearest one down to the bottom, you Video know, of kind of the south, the southeast, more than one, one of the, the drop boxes yeah. would be good. Let's just have the guy from the southeast and then 10 hours later up in the northwest. You know, yeah. and we and what we'd also what would be good, there's bound to be some traffic management cameras. You'd kind of go, Well, how is he going to get there? Well, he's going to drive, he's not going to swap cars around the thing. Oh, yeah, you know, he, it's he, not, a, it's not a movie track. You just yeah. go, Well, I mean, to be fair, again, I'm going to steal about them. They, yeah. they don't, they're not law enforcement, they don't have access to traffic cameras. I've um, got access to traffic cameras. <laughs> you, you have just access to, them web, up on the internet. to webcams. Yeah. Well, just, <laughs> it's not quite the same. Up, yeah. But, but you looked them up. No, there are traffic cameras. Because <laughs> I, I was doing a job in the south of London and it had there was warnings of snow. There are, I live, there are, I live in the there are north of traffic London. cameras, that's true. Yeah. So you yes. just kind of I looked um, at the cameras. Yeah. It was snowing. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I should say there's law enforcement has access to speed cameras uh, yeah. traffic light cameras significantly more number automatic number plate recognition we call it in the UK I don't yeah, know, yeah, it's a yeah, similar thing yeah. ANPR yeah. Um, cameras than, than than the public have access to but yes there's but the public has access to there are on ones the highway. The public yeah. has access there's a to. subset there's a subset of um, those cameras yeah. available to law enforcement yeah, that I mean, are available to the public yeah there, and there's a subset of um of Dropbox cameras that they were able to get yeah. video footage for. Yeah. And they don't provide any evidence that a person visited more than one of them yeah. at, a, at any point. So, yeah. No. So uh, then we talk about the other states that they um, found mules in. The other state, yeah. the only, the, the five other states they looked, the four other states rather, apart from Georgia that they looked at. Um, Arizona, a little over yep. 200 in Phoenix alone. Uh, they remember, yep. 242 in, in Georgia. Yep. Uh, 100 in Milwaukee. Um, they said gross numbers were a little down, but the average number of visits to drop boxes was up. 28 average instead of 24. In Michigan, 500 in Detroit. Uh, he said, again, the number of boxes is lower. Um, but we have people in Detroit that went to more than 100 drop boxes. At which point Dinesh says, I mean, this is stunning because it's like, I cannot think of a rational kind of innocent reason for someone to do that. It just doesn't exist. So that's a bit of accelerating truth. I can't yeah. think. Well, yeah. personal incredulity mixed with accelerating truth. Yeah. I can't think of a reason. Therefore, there isn't Therefore, a reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so any reasonable person would would say you're onto something big. So uh, that's his response to, to 500 in Detroit. Uh, yeah. oh, the fact that some of them, that they have people who he says went to more than 100 drop boxes. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia. It also dismisses anybody who doesn't think they're onto something yeah, yeah. as they're being unreasonable. unreasonable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, um, they have 1,100 mules who yeah. apparently visited closer to 50 drop boxes each. Um, right. He says, we saw yeah. people driving back and forth to New Jersey across the bridge. And Dinesh says, you're saying the origin point appears to be Jersey for the ballots. So they might not even come from Philadelphia. 
So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they'll do yep. the math yep. later on yeah. <laughs> on yeah. how many votes this means. Yep. But for now, let's look at why these numbers might be so different for different states. Yeah. So in Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin, there were between 100 and 250 mules visiting around 25 drop boxes each. Whereas right. in Pennsylvania, there were 1,100 mules visiting an average of 50 drop boxes each. Right. And in Detroit, there were 500 mules. They said the average number of boxes was lower, but that some people in Detroit visited more than 100 boxes. Mm. That's literally impossible, yeah. since <laughs> there were only 32 drop boxes in Detroit. <laughs> but we'll still bot them and assume... Mm-hmm. That what they mean they is they unique visits, once, three or four times. Yeah, yeah. unique visits, yeah. which could mean that you walk past the same drop box twice a day when you're walking the dog, grandma. Yeah, or going or, to work, or, or going back. to college. Yeah, yeah or whatever, yeah. for a, twice a day for a month. Yeah, and that's a hundred visits. There you go. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. But why so many more in Michigan and Pennsylvania than the other states? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Because in Fulton County, in Georgia, there were 37 drop boxes in a 534-square-mile area. Right. But in Detroit, there were 32 in a 139-square-mile area. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. that is one drop box every 4.3 square miles, as opposed to yeah. Fulton County, where there's one every 14.4 square miles. Yeah. So significantly denser in terms of, you know, how far you need to walk to go past two drop boxes say yeah yeah if we only look at atlanta itself because they for some reason compare uh, the atlanta metro area which which covers fulton county gwinnett county and, and other area um yeah. for some reason they do that whereas the others they speak about the specific cities but even if we only look at atlanta itself it's not as dense as detroit it's uh, there's only one box per 8.5 square miles so just driving or walking around Detroit, you will pass two to three times as many drop boxes as you do in Atlanta. Yes, and given the accuracy of the yeah, um, the if you, geolocation if you, style, w- within a hundred yeah. feet of it, it yeah. arguably will ping to say that yeah. you visited that drop box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The density they will, they, they will yeah they will say that you have yes. Yeah. The density in Phoenix is even lower than Fulton County, tw- one point one per twenty square miles. Wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, Philadelphia, again, where there was a higher number, is very similar to yeah. Detroit right. in density. The reason Milwaukee might have had a smaller gross number could be that there are only 15 drop boxes in the entire city, but the city is smaller. <laughs> right. It's, it's 96 square miles. Um, so there's still one every six and a half square miles, so it's a bit more dense than Atlanta, mm-hmm. less dense than Detroit and Philadelphia, but there's less of them. So the gross number yeah. is going to be smaller, yeah. as they said, but the average number of drop boxes visited by each individual might be slash walk you know, past similar. Yeah. By yeah. yeah, yeah. So if Detroit and Philadelphia have identical numbers, almost identical densities of drop boxes, yeah, in terms of their size and their and the number of boxes, why so many more mules in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Than, in, than in Detroit? Detroit, yeah. 1,100 compared to 500. Cities are about the same physical size. Philadelphia, I think, 142 square miles. Detroit, 139. Um, Philadelphia has almost two and a half times the population of Detroit. 
Right. So there's a lot more people to walk past those drop boxes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the yes, the frequency of people going by is going to be higher. Yeah. You're going to yeah. catch more yeah. people. Yeah. If you're counting everyone who goes past them. So put simply, all of that maths. This is exactly the pattern we would expect to see based yeah. purely on accidental capture of information due to the yeah. demographics of the different places. Yeah. Um, it's not at all accounted for by the work that would need to be done to win each state if you were trying to um, overturn the vote, you know, by cheating. Yeah. That, as, as we'll see later, the, yeah. the number of mules they catch bear very little relation to how many votes they needed votes, to win. They, yes. Or indeed were cast for the Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Mm, um, yeah. And as for driving over the bridge to, to Jersey... Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. Why, why would they need to get ballots from Jersey? It, people who live in Jersey can't vote for people in Pennsylvania. Can't vote in no, Pennsylvania. because even if they did put the votes in... It wouldn't count. At, they wouldn't count them. They go, well, you're not registered yeah, to vote in here. this state. So, yeah. So, so the if non-profits in Jersey are collecting ballots from Jersey residents, yeah, and then, and then shipping them over are, the river, are, yeah, are getting them to from be Jersey in boxes there. That's yeah. insane. That's just wasting time and effort. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're implying, even with the no. fact that they have people going, going going back and forth over the bridge. That's just I don't know what kind of point they're trying to make. No, they're just saying, yeah, even people from out of it's another out of county are yeah. doing it. It's, it's that, another, oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, thing. And it, yes, that's exactly. All. And it's a kind of, and it's a nudge in the ribs, going, yeah, you see, that's the kind of thing I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Yes. So, so all they've done is for the the kind of the mathematical averages of geolocationary data would give you these readings for these particular places, given the density of the drop boxes and the yeah. density of the population. Yeah. These are the numbers you've got. All they've done is add the word mules. Yeah. There are places with uh, where the drop boxes are wider space and they have a lower population and they haven't yeah. found as many mules or a yeah. lower average of visits to drop boxes yeah. uh, compared to places with a higher density of drop boxes in a, within a small population. area and a higher population. Yeah, which equals magic. More, more, yeah, more, but yeah, yeah it, but it's there's entirely no unsurprising. Of, no, there's no, there's, but again, there's no evidence of, and we here are the mules doing mulish no, things. Yeah, no, none of that. Here, no, no. here it is. They've just gone. Here are some numbers that we've got from which you would get from geolocation data based on the. The geography of the place and the density of the population, and therefore the density of the ballots, yeah. ballot boxes. That they would be the numbers would be like this. What we've done is just assumed that. Well, I, I, yeah, it's like they roll dice. They roll two yeah. dice multiple <laughs> times, and yeah. seven came up more than all the other numbers. And they went, yeah. "Oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it?" That's, yeah, and then they've gone. Well, there's a mule inside the dice. <laughs> Both those dice, and, and the, what they're doing is delivering six and a one each and every time. 
That's, yeah. Yeah. So, well, where's the, where's the mule? Where is it? Where, who's doing that? Where is that? Well, no, let no, me just show you. I'm going to do weird. it again. So yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit odd. Yeah. And, it's, and look, there are no Republicans on the dice. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They go, yeah, yeah the blue we've dice got, we specifically got, chose. <laughs> exactly. We've got blue <laughs> dice. And look, these aren't red dice. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing to see beyond million, that. We paid for these dice. Yeah. And if you ask questions, <laughs> you're if you're making other assumptions, you're being unreasonable. Because yeah, yeah. the only assumption you can make is that these dice are deliberately being operated by mules within them for the Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. That's there you go. That and that's just ludicrously stupid, <laughs> but that's fundamentally what this yeah. film is. That's what that's the tagline. Yeah. Two thousand years, ludicrously stupid. Ludicrously stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but they, they thought realize, we were playing games. We they are realize. now. Yeah. <laughs> the filmmakers realize, obviously, that no one is is going to accept this data just on face value. No, they have the to face have a value way. of people that are making a lot yeah. of money out of yeah. this. Yeah, they have to have a way to prove to you that this kind yeah. of data is useful for solving crimes. Which yeah. is essentially what they're trying to do here. Yeah. So. Uh, Dinesh says that that they between Catherine and Greg, she claims uh, ownership of the idea. Um, yeah. They came up with a, a way to validate their data, which is not incidentally what this does at all. No, uh, or what it even purports <laughs> to do. No. Um, and Catherine says we chose to look at two murders that were ebbing on cold case status. They then talk about one murder, and yeah. entirely ignore. The second one. Yeah. They just don't... It doesn't come up. We, no, we don't get... No. Uh, the murder they talk about is the shooting of eight-year-old Sicoria Turner in a Wendy's parking lot in Atlanta in July 2020. Um, they described the process they went through of, of buying the data and finding the pings, the GPS location of the uh, cell phone signals that were in that parking lot area at the yeah. time of the shooting... They narrowed it down. They said to uh, a few cell phone signals, I think, was it four or five, something like that. Um, and they said, Greg says, and we turned the bulk of this information over to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Dinesh right. says, now I read they've arrested two suspects. And we get a TV news clip saying that two men have been indicted yeah. uh, in this murder of this eight-year-old girl. Um, that's quite misleading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's very, very strongly implied Yeah, that they didn't have any leads on this murder, True the Vote found this data, identified and, and, the cell phone yeah. signals, passed it on and, to the FBI, and then that led directly to the arrest of these two men. What actually happened was that Catherine Engelbrecht uh, gave that data to the FBI on or about the 25th of October 2021. She said, she told NPR that that was when she gave it to them. Both defendants in the case were were indicted on August 13th, 2021. So two months before True the Vote gave the FBI any data... Yeah. So not only did they not help, as is 
yeah. very strongly implied. We don't even know if any of the devices they identified belonged to either of the two people who were indicted, who had been indicted. At yeah. no point is that yeah. followed up on. It could yeah. be that all five of the devices they identified and passed on to the FBI were complete red herrings and yeah. weren't in any way connected to the people who actually did the shooting. But we, it, this is this is comically easy to debunk. Yeah, this is this is their own. This is your own film. You don't need to put in such easily debunkable stuff. Cool stuff where we yeah. can just look up when those people were arrested. Yes, exactly. Because he just says, and and I heard, or yeah. now I heard. So that's just so the yeah. the now I, the contemporaneousness yeah. is just of him hearing yeah. it. I read they've arrested two suspects. Yeah. Yes, they did yeah. before we ever got yeah, involved. Right, yeah, yeah. You may well read that now <laughs> in the it's yeah. an old copy of Time from in the dentist's waiting room. Yeah, and now I read no. Well, yeah, yeah. That's and the thing you is, read it late, but they've arrested him before you handed over your yeah, data. Before, yeah, bef- uh, but the thing is, presumably. Of the two cold case murders that they looked at, this was yep. the more effective. Yes, one. exactly. Yeah, because why? Because the, if the other one was was evidence. more impressive, yeah. they would have talked about that. It. Yeah, but they can. They don't even bring it up. Yeah, it's the this age old the best, best proof stuff that they did. The best proof. Yeah, I thought we'd left that stuff <laughs> behind, but no, this is the best they've got. The best they've got, yeah. And then, and actually, that when they asked that, um, uh, Engelbrecht said, "Okay, so who did you give this stuff to? You know, to to the FBI. Yeah, that you say you did. That's you know, yeah. And who did you give it to? And then she claimed so there were the the she didn't want to give over the names of the agents." as I do not want them harassed. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> or asked any questions. Or asked any questions. <laughs> or, or rung up and said, did anyone give you this? Like, you know, a bit like the Acklid people. And they go, no, <laughs> never heard of them. I mean, nope, to be fair again, always always wanting to, to yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. The FBI famously <laughs> will never comment on... No, um, where they, they what you know what they're investigating, who they're investigating, who they got information from. They just have a a blanket um, policy of not yeah. commenting on on cases that they've worked on. So so, so could, even if you know she could give a name, yeah. she could say someone, and all you would they get if you You'd spoke to get, the FBI would be no comment. So, so we don't comment on yeah. on investigations because you know it could compromise yeah, future investigations. Yeah, they just, just don't, don't do it. Do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so it would be yeah. But she says someone she knew at the FBI. Um, yeah, the the uh, on the other side, <laughs> in in a less steel body kind of way, right. um, the the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the Atlanta Police, and uh, the lawyers involved in the case said yeah. they are unaware of any contact that True the Vote had with people involved in investigating the case. Brilliant. They did comment. <laughs> yeah. That's basically Acklid saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, no, they, they never no, got in touch. A, it wouldn't work. B, yeah. they never asked. They never, yeah, no. Yeah. So Dinesh then says, isn't it true that tracking these movements, this parallels exactly the work you're doing with the mules? Um, and, and my answer my to that. My note is, no, it isn't. <laughs> well, well, actually, I go the other way. Oh. I think, it, yes, 
the the what the oh, right, what yeah, they yeah. did on that case. Yes, exactly. In as it's much exactly what they're doing. In as much as it's ineffective, yeah. unnecessary, unproven, based on a series of lies and faulty assumptions, and will have no impact whatsoever on the real world. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. very similar it's exactly to the work the they did on the Securia Walker yeah. case. In, the, in a similar way. That it's, it parallels it's as exactly. trustworthy as, as DNA and yeah. fingerprints. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, it parallels it exactly. Yeah, which so perhaps he's a cleverer <laughs> documentary filmmaker than yeah. we're giving him credit for. <laughs> we, I mean, we're extending uh, benefit of doubts rather than crediting him with <laughs> actual. Um, uh, substantial yeah basically continually asking isn't it true that this is exactly as effective as completely ineffective thing? things things yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. yes it is. yes it is yes you're right so yeah but it yeah. sounds like it sounds like so it's kind of plausibly deniable when it's just go well yeah i was just comparing a really shit thing with another really shit thing by saying isn't it as effective as this shit thing and yeah. left out that's the glory of editing <laughs> you leave out the shit thing yeah could you just say that again but just say leave yeah. a pause after as effective as this leave yeah, a pause it's like, there it's like if you said um acupuncture is as effective as aspirin against fighting cancer yes exactly. yeah yeah Yes. Probably true. Probably is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or being dropped on your head is an effective a, a deodorant as whale sperm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You go, oh, yeah, I'm going to nip yeah. out and get that then. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> save oh, being dropped on your head. Being dropped yeah. on my head, please. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There were less, less risk of drowning, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I, I wonder if maybe now would be a good time to uh, call it a night because we're about to get to the video evidence right which um, which conclusively proves we, we've made it all the way from yeah from geo tracking data to to yeah. their to the disproof yeah. of their research to the that, cherry you know. on top of the sunday yeah. the uh, the the yeah. video evidence that they have cuz the, and the other thing they do which is the the well it throughout this bit where they just go they say something and they go oh yeah so i read now that two people were arrested and then they just have the news report of two people have been arrested and you go oh yeah look at that and so that which is the whole trailer the but well, not the trailer the pre-credit sequence and the post you know the bit where he's wondering about saying stuff mm. is like that where they just go oh yeah and people said this and then you see people saying it they don't it doesn't so I was looking forward to the moment where they go, right, we have video evidence of to back up this. You know, it's, it's insufficient to just have this, you know, spreadsheets of numbers, which, frankly, I would have preferred to have seen rather than this smoothed out pattern of life. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've seen the matrix. I can read the numbers. I know how it works. But, but the smoothed out pattern of life is something you can look at and see. Quite yeah. yes, I yes using it's using a visual both, thing. Both senses. It's a visual thing you yeah. can look at and see. Look at and see. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, because I forgot to Whereas, listen and hear. As everyone what he was knows, saying. you can't yeah. look at and see spreadsheet data. No, 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 not at all. No, nor nor use it to. No, no. no, no. I should have listened and heard <laughs> what he said quite clearly. Yeah. So I was looking forward to this the video. You know, being video guys, mm-hmm. I was thinking right. Okay, brilliant. 
There is yeah. a camera at each and every ballot box. All we've got to do is just look at the evidence of our own. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they will definitely have good yeah. video evidence of people clearly breaking the law. Yeah. Um, I mean, because otherwise this would be crazy to, be to start introducing video evidence if, yeah. if they didn't have anything that would convince back up. them. Yes, quite. Yeah, you know, and, I, and I, what I'm, what I'm, I think they've 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 learned their lesson from just saying, and I hear that people have been arrested, <laughs> and then show footage of saying, yeah, people have been arrested. You know, they're not going to do that. They're not going to say, here's somebody stuffing some things in a ballot box, and then we get a picture of, say, somebody stuffing some things in a ballot box, yeah. as as evidence of what they've just said. No, it's, they're not going to do I, that. What I like about it. the um, the cold case murder thing, yeah, the 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 solving of it rather than the murder, you know, there's nothing good about the murder, but the um, the fact that they try and bring that up, knowing that the case had basically been solved before they got involved and certainly before they gave any information yeah. to the FBI, is yeah. with the geo tracking stuff and mm-hmm. to some extent with the video stuff yeah you could again trying to be as generous as possible yeah you could make the argument and and convince yourself that they believe what they're saying they yeah. could yeah believe yeah. that the geo tracking stuff shows what they think it shows if they yeah. haven't been bothered to to question how accurate it is yeah and 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 if you look at some of the videos with an an uncritical eye or a bias, you could believe yeah. they show things that they're claiming they show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, there's absolutely no possibility that they believe they solved this case. They yeah. know those people were arrested before, like two months before they gave the FBI this information. Yeah. They know they're lying about this. This isn't this isn't a thing where they they're just they're relying too much on unreliable data. Yeah, they are they are using a an obvious lie, an easily provable lie, yeah. to to bolster a shaky case. Yeah, that generously maybe they believe in the case they're trying to to yeah bolster with it. Which they believe but, for for money, but it's always yeah. nice to identify yeah. places in these things where where we know they know they're lying. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm also um, intrigued. At this point, you get a, you get a shot the other way, which we haven't had. We get a shot over Debbie's shoulder because let's face it, we mm. her face has been doing nothing, so we might as well <laughs> look at the back of her head. And you and you think, okay, so why is it's, well, there's a you get some sense of why it's so cold in this place that they all have to wear their coats because it's just corrugated roof, and mm-hmm. also they're not in a kind of high tech. You know, you're expecting sort of the control room from Jurassic Park or something. <laughs> no, they appear to be in a workshop. Hey, it's a unit yeah. system. I know this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then Ladry turns up and goes, ah, ah, ah. and when I saw that, when I saw it in the cinema and somebody said that, there was a crowd of people that cheered. They went, this is Unix, and they went, hey, 
you only go, you fucking nerds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mind you, I would have been yeah. the same. If yeah, an well, AS400, the, an AS400 <laughs> had turned up, they go, oh, it's an IBM AS400. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You would have if it was an HP LaserJet 4. I, I did. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> I know. So yeah, so we get the yeah, we get an insight into the workshop. <laughs> it's just a workshop. There are pliers and hard hats and stuff like that, which is what you need. And one of those little stacks of of uh, drawers that have got nuts and bolts and you know hardware in on top of a wooden, uh, which is what you would have in a high tech surveillance. Oh yeah, yeah. Place. I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. that's yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so we're on to the video evidence, the kind of stuff that appeals to us because it's, it's, it's true. It's the truth. Yeah. 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 It does it. You know, it does The camera never lies. You the camera never lies. Video. No. The truth hurts, <laughs> but the camera never lies. Yes. No, of course you can't yeah. fake it. No. no. And, in fact, the, there was a, um, uh, one of the criticisms about the video footage was it didn't kind of prove anything because you know spoiler alert spoiler, they don't yeah. they don't show um, <laughs> no one's going to listen to the next episode now yeah oh, i know yeah, 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 we, <laughs> they we, might we, have we been assuming go. that the video stuff <laughs> was going to prove the <laughs> case go, oh, that's what we've been waiting for okay cut that bit out cut <laughs> all that out but there's there's a bit where where um engelbrook says oh yeah so uh some of the yeah, so what we what we all want, what we're all desperate for now, is some video backup of not just kind of oh yeah, people rioted, and then you get some shot of people rioting. You know, the impl- implication is yeah, that yeah. this is stuff they're talking about. What we want is here is the geolocation data going showing <laughs> one person driving two hundred miles to all of these drop boxes in an insane <laughs> way, and what we want is. At least two. Let's just yeah, have yeah. two. Yeah. Two shots yeah, of the same guy in two ballot boxes, you know, on the same day. Yeah. Let's just have that. That's all. And then, and when somebody I mean, pointed that on out. On different days, any, I'll take anything. Any, anything. Yeah. Just, just multiple drops the same, by the same, the same person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing it time and time again to, to, to qualify as a mule. <laughs> Maybe even visiting a non-profit organisation. <laughs> you never know. You know, yeah. like you could track him across the city. Yeah, they, but, you know, ring doorbells exist. Oh, yeah, quite. Yeah. And somebody asked this of, of uh, uh, Engelbrick, Engelbrick and, um, the, and she just went, well, yeah, some of that footage was in the first trailer, and we took it out because the video is extremely poor quality. Mm. Which I think is a is a good, you know, apart from ludicrously stupid, another strap line could be <laughs> extremely poor quality. <laughs> That's yeah. you know, the entire thing is extremely poor quality. And you go, I don't care that it's extremely... You would want... Just put something up. So what you're saying is... Yes, you know the need for some multiple stuff. And the only footage you've got that proves that there's a multiple drop-off is of such poor quality, it doesn't prove (laughs) multiple drop-offs. So we left it out. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you not feel the quality of your case (laughs) crashing down around your ears? And yes, and it's like you're left with the, the detritus of a of a failed thing. It's fundamentally, 
You know that whole mockumentary movement, well, which started with the Blair Witch Project and ended up with Peter Kay's <laughs> whatever nights it was called. What was it called? Phoenix uh, Nights. Phoenix Nights, yeah. yeah those kind of mockumentary. And The Office. The Office, there you mm-hmm. go. Mockumentary, The Office. That, it is, it's a mockumentary. It's, if you look at it in that way, it's a bit like Jeremy Clarkson's assertion that the only thing that makes the the driving experience makes sense in the UK, possibly in the US as well, is that driving is illegal. <laughs> that's you know, then you kind of go, oh yeah, that's why gas costs you know mm. two dollars a uh, liter in in the UK. That's why you have to pay here. You have to pay road tax, and then sometimes you have to pay a charge for going through a city, and you have to pay a charge for going through the tunnel under the river. It's because it's illegal, mm. and that makes perfect sense. And it, because this is a mockumentary, because if you look at this as if it's The Office, then it makes perfect sense. <laughs> you kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, what they're doing, they're yeah. following all the tropes. They're going, yeah, this is that's that, that's then. Oh yes, of course, you would have a bit of footage here, and then you would have somebody in a in a in a deeply concerned voice saying, "So, what is?" Geolocation. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, don't know. Yeah. I think I'm I'm struggling to think of a mockumentary I've seen that was this unconvincing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> there is that. That's the basic tenet of a mockumentary. <laughs> is you've got to be kind of drawn <laughs> into the story. Yeah. I did I did see one which uh, was about people hunting giants in Scandinavia somewhere. Troll hunters. Mm-hmm. It was called. Yeah, and yeah, it was, hunters, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of you you you're drawn in unknowingly. You know, you kind of go, oh yeah, what's what's going on here? And then you it kind of cuts to this found footage type stuff, and you just go, oh my god, that's <laughs> oh my god, there's a bloody giant walking across, <laughs> pulling up a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, before you know it, you're there. Yeah, so yeah. that was that's the most ridiculous mockumentary I've seen. <laughs> Until this one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, do join us next time to to listen to the, the our analysis, our in-depth analysis yeah. of the video footage that they provide to prove their case beyond mm. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because, because, you know, they'd be crazy. If they have video footage, they'd be crazy not to include the stuff that definitely proves their case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, so there'll there'll definitely be something groundbreaking in the next episode. So yeah. come back for that, and, uh, and and we hope you've been enjoying this so far. Yeah, because <laughs> actually, in in a weird, perverted, kind of twisted way, we have. We, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. thoroughly enjoying. And it. I mean, by it's definition, if you can do. hear this, you've listened this far. So yeah. There you go. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, keep it up. We'll <laughs> we'll see you the next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>